0: so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to BTW, and we're going to drop some PvP knowledge on all you suckers.
1: how's it going everybody today is or i'm sorry i've already screwed up the show my name is brad aka wildcat dad 17 my name
2: is jacob aka dino el magico and my name is miami doc
3: Uh, uh, i'm eric my name a my name is miami doc Uh, get used to this first time podcasting
1: And it makes my mistake look just perfect as well, perfectly. Uh, (laughs) Today is Monday, October 29th. We are recording yet again late at night, as always. Uh, This week, as you heard, we are missing one of our hosts, and we brought on someone that knows how to do sylph. I mean, um, Miami Doc today to kind of talk with us a little bit and break down the new GBL season while Astro was hugging a mouse somewhere in Florida. (laughs) Eric, how are you doing?
3: I, i'm doing really well i uh the start of a new season always gets me energized and uh you know it was getting a little draggy you know these seasons now go on so long that sometimes you're just saying you need the next thing come on come on well that was today and i had so much fun
1: yeah it really is i always love the start of a season because you get to see spice and you get to see all kinds of crazy things out there but before we really hop into the show you know i want everyone to get a chance to know miami doc um If you're in our Discord, you should know the name well. He wreaks havoc on all the limited metas and custom metas that we put out there, Sylph Cups. So Miami Doc, first off, where did your Pokemon journey start? How did you get into this game?
3: Well, uh, my uh, older brother came home from summer camp uh, when I was a young kid, and he brought Pokemon cards with him. And now I knew about Pokemon. But this is the first time I got to see the cards. And I was just so excited to start playing them. And, uh, you know, saw in, in elementary school, saw all the kids playing it, got to look over people's shoulders when the Game Boy game came out. And then finally, Hanukkah got my Game Boy Color Pokemon edition, yellow Pokemon edition with the Pokemon Yellow Edition game, and that was the start of my Pokemon career. I've been playing every single main series game since, and obviously am hard into Pokemon Go now.
1: Are you currently playing Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl?
3: Yes, I am. Um, my younger brother is a bit more of a gamer than I am, and he has taught me about Nuzlocking, so I thought, well, since I've already played this story before, let me try a little bit of nuzlocking. And that's what I'm doing. And it's giving the game more interest and it's more more weight on all my actions. So I, I'm actually enjoying it. I'm going slow, but I am enjoying
1: it. You may not be so much when you get to Elite Four. It's a ramp up <laughs> of his astronomical proportions between the gems versus Elite Four. So are you a day one Pokemon Go player?
3: Yes and no. So no, as in I, the day that it came out, I was not playing it. But a few weeks after it came out, everybody was talking about it. Even my friends who didn't play Pokemon were talking about it. So I started. Now, this was at the beginning of my military career, which I guess we'll get into more later. Um, so I couldn't devote a lot of time to it. But I was addicted to it um, at that point. And I was driving around finding all the people standing next to each other around stops. But then I stopped, and I stopped for several years. Um, And I picked it back up again late 2018 and uh, found a community where I was stationed that played the game as well and got back into it. Uh, I actually didn't get my first legendary Pokemon until a Dialga raid when Dialga first came out. So that's how much time in between when I started and when I uh, got back into the game was,
1: and just hopped back in and started dominating PvP out of the game, right? right? Just perfect like day day <laughs> PvP launch. You were awesome at it already,
3: right? There's an important reason for that. Is I love Pokemon so much, but I could never be competitive in main series Pokemon. The style of play and how you had to play that, I never could get in. I could never understand when a uh, PVP Pokemon became mainstream that I say when GBL came out, cause I didn't know it was a thing beforehand. Um, I was like, this is so great because anybody can get the right Pokemon. Anybody can have the right moves. You don't have to breed and look for a hundred percent IVs and all that. Um, that way you could just catch. And I just, I, I loved it. Now I didn't get involved in Sylph until about, a year and like two or three months ago, I think it was around the beginning of the last season when someone invited me into their self tournament and I won my first self tournament. Now I tied for the win, but I did win my first self tournament. Nice. <laughs> oh, really, nice. The first,
1: the first term here he wins. <laughs> it's awesome. just been taking names ever since.
3: It's a huge learning process. And that's kind of what I'm going to want to talk about, you know, here uh, that there's, time and effort that you can put into becoming better and yes i'll be honest a little bit of money okay if you can afford to put in the thing for the incubators and all that and buy the passes yes you're going to have a little bit of better time but most part what i do is i look for the things that make me a better player that everybody can do
1: cool so we'll get to know miami doc more throughout the show there during the question section there's lots of questions that i know people are wanting to answer, so we'll We'll save those for that part of the show. But first off, you know, let's talk about how your week was going. Let's start out with Dino. How did your past week go? Uh, to be honest with you, I wasn't too excited to play, you know,
2: the whole week just because it was the the season was ending. So, like, you know, I was trying to just kind of like uh take a small break. I played, you know, a few sets every now and then, but I wasn't really trying to like aim for like high elo or anything. I was just chilling, gaining some dust uh so nothing too crazy you know i'm not too much of a grinder myself so pvp is literally the only thing i do so i was just taking a break so for when today came i would just go hard and then you know uh enjoy myself again and see all these crazy teams in the first few uh ranks so you're you didn't play Sableye day is that what i'm hearing or sable hour that's the only time i actually played but the only thing that's like no, I think we even discussed this when we were uh, doing the live stream that we didn't. I didn't actually get that many Exiles as, as I wanted to, which was insane.
1: But I, you know, I kind of expected it to be honest. Yeah. So, uh, Miami Doc, how how did your your past week go with play?
3: So my past week was spent trying out different Pokemon for Great League, seeing you know Trevenant for the first time, um, and seeing what best with it. Also, seeing if I could. Annoy the PvP world with a grasshole team and try to take on the noobs, which I paid for today. Um, and, uh, it, it so really in all, it was experimenting. It was hoping that I could stay above 3000, uh, you know, before the season ended. I did. I got to do all my sets. And then today with the season beginning, I had a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. So are, are you guys? In, or did, well, I should say, did you? Because it's already over for the, all intents and purposes. The special Hoopa research slash end of season ex, bonanza, I guess, is a good way to go. What do you think, Miami Doc? Uh, poorly
3: executed by Niantic for the most part. Rewards didn't make sense. They gave us Hoopa right off the bat, and I was kind of like, "Well, you gave us the mythical Pokemon in the beginning. I'm supposed to be enthralled in this going forward," and in the end i i did everything i bought the tickets that's because that's what i do i do everything in the game but dud
2: yeah for sure like i i agree there was i think we even discussed it a few times i feel like it could have been uh executed a lot better than what how it was you know uh given to us and i i, I didn't enjoy it too much so it is what it is now yeah
1: i I like the thought process they had of, hey, we're going to give you four spotlight hours, four raid hours. But after as much time as you put into the entire season, getting to this this end of the season research and then the actual end of season research, this what was it? Mischief Unbound. Number one, you had to leave your house to do it. There was no way around it. You had to spend three focus stops at minimal. So there was that issue, which, you know. Is what it is. It's not going away. So if you couldn't finish it immediately, it's not like you're losing it. Number two, the rewards just kind of sucked. Yeah, it was nice to get the incubator. It was nice to get a little bit of extra dust. I think you got, what, 10,000 dust, so enough to do one Hoopa transformation, which I did, and I will leave it in the Hoopa Unbound form forever. So I, I just think it was kind of a a very much of a dud to the end of a, a pretty overall pretty good season the event pacing this season was really well executed in my opinion the overall arching research on the other hand not as well executed but the overall schedule of events and things that were happening was a good season for both pvp and in-game
3: so yes it it, it there there definitely was an it an enjoyable experiment because it was the first time they were doing this but one of the things that I go back to that kind of made this less interesting for me than it could have been was when they released things like the on knowing Fire Punch, the Cresselia knowing Grass Knot, um, the Ho-Oh knowing Earthquake, that was part of, you know, researches where you could also get one that was low enough of a CP to potentially use in a, in a great league. So, so I know that they kind of have gone away from easy legendary Pokemon and Pokemon and, and lower C P legendary Pokemon like that. But they had sort of the blueprint for making this more exciting and they didn't obviously.
1: Yeah. Dino, anything else to add? No,
2: I mean I, I get I feel like I get disappointed so much with Niantic. I, I always have like low expectations with these things and uh you know, that that way I'm not disappointed when these things happen.
1: Yeah. Overall, like I said, we, we try to be really positive, but I think it just fell a little short of what our expectations were, and maybe that's our own fault. Like, I think we all initially thought when we seen Hoopa so early in the research, we'd get a second Hoopa in the Unbound form. Exactly. <laughs> we should have known as soon as Furfrow came out, that was a no longer happening. I c- and
3: that. Ha- oh, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll say the Furfrou coming out has also ruined uh, Pokemon home training because everybody now is requesting rare types of Furfuru forms that are almost impossible to get. So not only did it, it ruin Pokemon Go, but it also ruined Pokemon Home for me.
1: Yeah, I I was trying to complete all of my decks in Pokemon Home, minus the Mythicals, because you can't trade for those. And every time I would go look for a trade, it was furfrow Egyptian. Furfrow, I'm like, I-, I have none of this. So what I ended up doing is just throwing all my Pokemon Go shinies up on the GTS and letting people rush to them, I'm like, these are free shinies that I don't care about. I was just putting them here to store free at my storage. So it is what it is. But I do do think we're gonna see this, especially with legendaries that have multiple forms. Cough, cough, arceus, cough, cough. All uh, right. I think this is gonna be the new methodology that we're gonna see in the game, is this form changing and costing dust and candies, which for mythicals is, in my opinion, kind of a problem. It's already hard enough to get mythical candy. We don't need to make it harder to u- and make more resources to use. So we'll see what happens. But if there's nothing else, I think we're ready to hop into Sylph a little bit and talk a little bit about what's going on over there.
3: Sylph so Arena
1: So with Sylph, we're ending the Brawler Cup. I know a few tournaments are trying to wrap up in the next 36 hours, thereabout. <laughs> Less than. So uh, if you are still battling in Brawler, good luck. But we're moving off Brawler. And <laughs> everything now is about the Glacier Cup. I love the concept. I'm still trying to fill out my team. I've put together a couple things. I'm really waiting on those PV pokering. So I will be up front. We're probably not going to cover Glacier as much today as we will next week. And that may be also because we have a special guest coming on next week that may be a big Dino fan. (laughs) So we'll have to wait and see what the Dino fan has to say about it as well. But I know, Miami Doc, this is your bread and butter. This is where you play all of your time for the most part as far as outside of GBL. So how do you feel about the Glacier Cup?
3: Well, I'm certainly happy to go back to a more traditional typing tournament rather than the the brawler one, which, you know, yes, obviously I I did well. There's no, you know, glossing over that, but I... I didn't like having to be pigeonholed into specific picks like slot one. I had to use a Slurpuff. You know, there's nothing else I could use in that spot. So I had to build my team around that. Um, so number one, looking forward to that. Uh, number two, the typing is nice. It gets me, lets me use some Pokemon that I'm going to be interested so in. So What are those
1: typings? You want to walk through the type list? Yes. One moment.
2: <laughs> I put them on the spot. You know, you know what I wanted to say? Yeah. though? was like, how, how bad, you know, I mean, we weren't completely off, but like, I didn't expect some of the typings that we initially
1: thought that they were going to be. Yeah, I see why they're there now. All but one of them. I get at least the counterbalance counterbalance to most of them, but it's I don't know. It's not what I expected. Which one is the one that you like least expected to show up? I expected water, but now looking at the other types, water doesn't make a lot of sense with it. So Eric or Miami Doc, go ahead and. Walk us through those okay, types. I'm totally prepared.
3: Um, so we have dragon type, ice type, poison type, psychic type, and water type. Uh, the interesting thing, though, is the ban list is about a mile long. And yeah, we were saying- I can walk through those.
1: <laughs> Re- ready? <laughs> we have banned. Ready for it, y'all? Call Azumarill, Jellicent, Swampert, Defense Deoxys. Thank God, Wobbuffet, Cresselia, Medicham, Alolan Ninetales, Alolan Sandshrew, Lantern, Gardevoir, Toxicroak, and of course, as always, Megas. So that ban list is as soon as you hear those initial typings, I guarantee you every single Pokemon you initially thought of is probably banned. (laughs) So it's going to be interesting. So knowing the bans, knowing the typings if you, Miami Doc, if you had to pick one Pokemon to build your team around right now, who who were you picking? This, it, that is a very
3: easy question for me. It's going to be Empoleon.
1: Oh, wow, so I've already, I like interesting. I like I've, that, but I want to hear the why. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I've already been practicing with it, and the number one thing I can tell you here is you need steel typing, dragon, ice, poison, psychic. What does you know? What what are they all resisted by? They're all resisted by steel. Um, so. You want to get steel into your team one way or the other. And for me, that limits my choices down to um, Alolan Sandslash and really Empoleon. I was looking around, couldn't really find anything else other than that. I don't have a Jirachi built. I'm not going to build one. Um, That would be, if you have a good Jirachi out there, I highly recommend you build it up for this tournament if you have the resources. But I don't, so that's why Empoleon is going to be my
1: linchpin. Dino, same question to you. What What's the one Pokemon that you're, you're looking at and says must be on your team? Uh, just because i actually been using it for the Gym Leader
2: Cup. Uh, and the fact that Lyle Jeff told me that he absolutely hates his Pokemon. And it made me like, look at this list. And it's neutral against Ice. And he actually mentioned Dragon. Uh, it would be Kingdra. Uh, Kingdra is... I've actually used it a couple times, and you don't know how many times I get the debuff, and people get so annoyed by it. Uh, I feel like it it would be pretty good. Like I mentioned, uh, it would be neutral against ice and resist water, uh, and it would be neutral against anything else. So I think it's I always like using Kingdra for Ultra League, and now it seems like I'm going to start using it more for Great
1: League. I will say since Miami Doc took my per- first pick, which is Empoleon, <laughs> uh, partially because I have a rank one Empoleon. Uh ah, so you. I really want to use that. I actually used to run it in open GBL, so I'm very familiar with Empolaon. Uh the second re- the second pick after that is gonna be Obama Snow. I also have a rank one, but with Obama Snow typing, it really carries double duty against both your dragons and your water types, which will be prevalent in this cup. So I think it's gonna be something to look out for this cup. Overall, I think there is no counter users out there really outside of Toxicrope did not. Oh yeah. Toxicroak got the ban. So there is no real counter users unless you want to count Alakazam. What about and I wouldn't uh, recommend doing that. Polyrath. Not counter much. Well, I mean like I'm saying like with the, the charge moves though. Yeah. With the charge moves, you, you, there is some out there that you can get fighting with. Uh, I was really trying to make Gallade work to give me a psychic and a fighter in the same slot but it's just so glassy and great league that it gets eaten by everything else out there. So you've been already tolling away even without the PV poke rankings. So do you have any nifty thrifty picks that everyone should be looking at or anything you'd want to share with the audience?
3: Well, what I, uh, over the past couple of weeks, I've found a partner who will do lots of trades with me. And I've been trying to get a great league Cresselia because I never, I, I I released mine to be honest when it, when it came out because I didn't know about PVP when it came. So yes, (laughs) I I committed a Cardinal sin. That's not been going so well. I have yet to get a, a decent one. However, I have been doing other trades with this account because we've been baseline friendship. So I can get the best potential IVs and I got a like, 99.7% 99.7% Galarian Rapidash out of that. And that's actually ranked uh I think it was 10 when I did the custom rankings on PV Poke. Um so I'd love to see if I could get that working. It hasn't worked in practice so far, but it you know it's spammy because it has the psycho cut in the body slam. Um so, and obviously it's fairy type so if it comes up against a a a dragon user, you know provided they're running a dragon fast move, you know, you should potentially be good there. Uh, additionally, I'm thinking, you know, maybe debuting Malamar. Um, so it, I have self to build that one and I did just spend three, oh, what was it? 380,000 dust building up my ultra Lee Clefable. <laughs> So i So I'm a little short right now. Um, but it's, um, it's something I've been thinking about, and then final, and then two other things I, I noted. One, the best safe swap pick in all of this is going to be Mew. Uh so I expect everybody, I, a lot of people will be running Mew if they have it and they have the TMs for it. To be honest, and then you'll probably also need your Steel counters, and the best Steel counter that I think there is Wishcast, um, particularly because Grass isn't a listed type. Yes, you might be able to sneak grass in with the poison and, and the, the water. Uh, but he might not be as vulnerable to it in this cup as he would be in others.
1: Interesting. I hadn't thought about wish cash, actually. So that's because that really is going to handle your poison out there, too, that undoubtedly will be coming. Your I could see Drapion being a very popular pick in this cup as well. So and that was one of the things I was having trouble with it was wh- how do I protect slash beat a Drapion? So I, I like that pick. Do you know any others that you're you're thinking of at the top of your head that might be possible sleepers? Uh, no. I mean,
2: I feel like you guys named a bunch of them, especially Miami Dog. With, uh, I actually didn't even think of even crossing my mind with with uh, Wishcast. So, he, he's definitely on top of his game. You already know he's going to sweep another tournament. So, <laughs> it will not happen again.
3: <laughs>
2: well, I, I, uh, I, I, I just I like
3: to I like to plan and I like to I mean. A lot of credit has to go to you, Wildcat, because you were my main partner in practicing for this last cup. I mean, we discussed – you discussed it in the last uh, podcast. Pidgeot, yes, was my idea, but you convinced me to then put it into my team. So, um, Regretting th- the
1: decision miserably right
3: <laughs> now. <laughs> oh, my – and I, I – Pidgeot pissed off so many people. Uh, there was uh, I, I played in the Lexington um, uh, Brawler Cup, and there were, I guess it was one player there who's really competitive. And after I beat him with Pidgeot, he said, "You know, have fun debuffing your way to victory." And I was just like, "Sorry." I love it. <laughs> uh, so you know, it practice, practice, practice is definitely something you know that I I, I push a lot. I rely a lot on PV poke. So um, no shame in that. Uh, you got to take it though with a grain of salt because we, what you're going to see in practice may not, see, you know, be the things that you're that PV Poke is telling you that you're going to need to see. Um, so keep that in mind.
1: Yeah, and, and the last kind of sleeperish pick I'll talk about. Uh, watch out for muck. That just like Drapion, its typing can give it a lot of play in this cup, especially considering I think your dominant dragon that you're going to see here is Willius. And you're going to be able to pretty much handle as pretty quickly, especially if you're running something like a poison and acid spray. I think it gives you a good chance to, of handling that with your own dark and then having the resistance to all of your psychic, which is what's supposed to be countering your poison. So I think Alola Muck may have a lot of play in this cup. Uh, other than that, we also have... Oh, and by the way, I want to defend Miami Doc's spending on an Ultra League Pokemon right now. Miami Doc is our btw factions ultra league specialist so i appreciate him being willing to burn thousands of dust that i'm not willing to <laughs>
3: <laughs> that thing has been sitting in my to-do list since the fairy event that we had um you know, what was that one was it was when xerneas came out
1: uh, i believe so yeah that sounds right it yeah. was
3: so so I I went ham on catching Clefairies because I've I've wanted uh one for Great League and for Ultra League but I just never was willing to lay down the dust to to finish that off uh but with the 300,000 dust that you get with the star piece at the end of the season, it was kind of hard to say no.
2: (laughs) That was very nice. uh, Surprise. It wasn't it a little bit less last season with the dust. uh,
1: 275, I think last season. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I like this. (laughs) And I know Dino approves of of Cliff Abel for ultra league. Oh yeah. You know, with the
2: team I always use. So I definitely approve it.
3: Right. You were actually one of the main reasons I did it is because I can't, do your team. I haven't been able to do your team, because I never had a cliffable ready. So now I can potentially run it, although I don't know if uh, I do... Which cup do you run that in? Is it... Premiere. Uh, Premiere, oh, uh, Premier. yeah. okay, right. It's not in the, the full one. Right. Uh, so yeah, I might run that now in Premiere. I don't have the Shadow Snorlax, but I do have the normal Snorlax, and I, I have a Kingdra built up now as well.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know what uh, rank it is. I know some people ask me... If it matters, uh, you know, if it's shadow or not, uh, it makes a difference. Uh, it's not like, you know, huge difference, but I, I do always say I prefer the shadow. Uh, but I, I think like you can get away with it, especially if you have uh, an XL Clefable. Well, mine's not like extremely high as yours, but it's, you know, probably like, you know, few power ups of XL. So I think you have like an upper hand with that. And I really like it. That's the team that got me that 26-0, uh, I think, believe it was like last season or the season before that. So I actually do like it a lot.
1: Yeah. And then outside of the Glacier Cup coming up, the other thing that we have going on, oh, Glacier Cup for the BTW Discord will start on December 10th. So you still have a week. We're going to not start just because it's such a short week into December this week. So we're going to install a week from our normal first Friday start time. Uh, but actively going on right now, we have the gym leader tournament. Uh we are already in the round robins. We ended up with three round robin groups, and this is our trainer breakdown as far as typings. We ended up with four water trainers. Nothing shocking there. Three flying trainers, surprisingly, three poison trainers. I expected one or two, but three seemed high to me. Two people went with electric. One ghost that is a terrible person. Who's that? One psychic. <laughs> one steel. One normal. One dark. And one grass. That means we had no one willing to take down my challenge and bring fire.
3: I promise you. I tried. I tried. And to the listeners out there. I made the team. I practiced with it. And it was hot garbage. Just <laughs> terrible, terrible.
2: I, I tried. Like I I told them, too. I literally tried. I was on PvPoke for like an hour literally trying to find every way I can cover the team. And I just couldn't. And I knew for a fact, as you can tell, even if I didn't go fired, there's three water teams there. I would have just gotten wrecked. So that was not going to happen.
1: Yeah. And of course I'm the one psychic trainer and Miami Doc had to be the ghost trainer.
3: <laughs> I'm so sorry, man. I, I felt so bad about that. You know, you're, you're being so kind to me. You're bringing me on the show and all, but then you get matched up against me and, and, the battle, as as you all can imagine, was was basically no contest. Not due to any deficiency on his side; it is that when you're all ghosts and one of them is a ghost, dark and sable eye, versus your you know psychic team, it's it was it was yeah the, done. It was, there was no, brutal. It,
1: it, was, it was brutal. <laughs> but uh, I'm outside of that. I'm two one right now. I think uh, Miami doctor, you you're one one right now.
3: No, uh, I'm one 0 um, I have I. Uh, <laughs> Uh, One of the players actually just messaged me saying that they can battle whenever now. Uh, So, uh, you know, hopefully get at least one or two of those in tonight. Um, uh, I have forgotten what else I'm up against. I know who I'm up against, but I forgot what type. Yeah. I think we got an electric,
1: Uh, a poison flying and a water in our, our group.
2: Yeah. It's, it's so funny that out of all the, like he could have ended up in group three. And somehow he managed to sneak into group two and then just, Completely hard to counter you.
1: Where Group 3 has a dark team that would do the exact same to him, which is always it the fun It also has part. a
3: normal team. It has a dark and a normal in there. I would have been horribly screwed in that team. So uh, thank what you I to the, f- yeah, I the gonna, Flying rat bird yeah. guys. You know the- <laughs>
1: <laughs> Seagull. I'm blaming Seagull. 100% this that? is Seagull manipulating the matches because they also somehow put Dino and Astro in the same bracket. Pure manipulation. Siegel, your RNG is a lie. It, it is funny. Right.
2: He he. Yeah, it was Astro using Electric, and he has two Flying and two Water in his group. Like, come on,
1: <laughs> talk about the algorithm. <laughs> so the other types that we don't have represented: so Fire, Ground, Ice, Fairy, Bug, Rock, Dragon, Fighting. Of those, which unrepresented type shocks you the most, you Um.
2: To be honest with you, I probably would have considered maybe either bug or fairy if I had to choose between those, just because I already knew fire wasn't gonna be a thing. And looking at this, I mean, there is three poisons, but we actually didn't expect—I didn't even expect two. Um, so, I mean, I feel like even with fairy, you could you could have probably like still gone uh, away with it. I don't—I think maybe there are some few Pokemon's that could still beat it, but uh, I would probably say between fairy and bug, just looking
1: at this. Miami Doc, what do you got?
3: I'd go Bug because it'd be the one that you could probably pair with the most t- different typings. Charm obviously has the issue of, uh, not Charm, Fairy has the issue of Charm being its only fast move. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's pigeonholed a lot there. Um, you know, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head, you know, do any of my Fairy types other than Azumarill, you know, like have a viable fast move that isn't Charm. Um, so... Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, again. It, it has to be bug. Bug was the one that I was hoping to see. I even built a bug team before deciding on ghost, um, because I love Crustle.
1: I was looking at ground heavily early on, because then you could have things like G Fisk, Swampert, Whiscash, Flygon. Uh, why am I forgetting the bat's name? The ground fly. Glyscore. Gl- ground actually had a lot of coverage from a typing perspective. It. The real thing that killed me was I couldn't run both Unovian and Galarian Stungfist, which is what I would want to do for an additional coverage type. So (laughs) I kind of was like, well, let's go something different that I haven't seen anyone else running yet. I also brought Mew, so I am just taking my 300 plus TMs between the the fast and charge and lighting them on fire for this tournament. But I at least have some type of coverage for everything out there, except really Ghost. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's, I'm just thinking about all those TMs that you're going to go through. I, I ran out because of the rocket event. Um, so I'm, I might actually do a decent amount of raiding just to get more charge TMs. Um, cause I'm bone dry out.
1: I've done seven raids this week simply for TMs. I, I had quit raiding almost entirely. Um, but then again, Chrysalis nice. I actually, yeah, yeah. uh, Kruki invited me to a random raid today, right mm-hmm. after i done a practice battle. Got a shiny. Got a well. shiny Cresselia. <laughs> I saw that. I also like, got okay. four Charged t Oh my God. It's a I was like, <laughs> done. This is, this is nice. Thank you. <laughs> so, yep. So this is the first set of round robins for the Gym Leader Tournament. Uh, is scheduled to conclude on December 12th. And what will happen then is the top two. I just need to let you know that December 12th is my birthday. Oh, so we'll make sure you don't advance. Um, <laughs> That'll be his present. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not advancing for the first time. Don't even make it out of the play-in tournament. Right. <laughs> uh, Considering I've swept our two
0: previous
1: ones. <laughs> uh, mm. So what we're going to do is those top two from each of the three round robins will go into another round robin. Then they will play for the top overall winner. Uh, we also... Near the end of the month, we'll be kicking off our rocket tournament. More details on that to come in the, the coming weeks. So I'm not going to bother wasting anyone's time with the in, with the the in game news music this week because there's no news is good yeah. news. Question wasn't mark? wasn't there supposed to be? I felt like there was supposed to be something today, but there
3: wasn't. I, I don't. Well, all, all they did was post on their Twitter account, join us for the season of Heritage, and it's a backdrop video of the. Pokemon Arceus um, artwork, and that's it. Literally, the season starts in at least by Eastern Standard Time in 26 hours or something like that. And we have no idea what's going to happen.
1: So let's put our tinfoil hats on. And also, what's this Twitter you speak of?
3: <laughs> oh, well, isn't it
2: something that you've recently
3: become? Yeah, a well, I what? don't know. And about he, that.
2: he made a what was it? First
1: post, too, uh, today. My first real post today, and I'm going to take credit for Nyanic fixing the end of season for DBL.
2: Ironically enough, literally within minutes after his first post, we saw something by Nyanic saying we apologize for the time (laughs) being wrong. I was like,
1: no way. Yeah, and I know I, a few people took and post, reposted my post and and tagged Nyanek directly, and then it was literally like a minute and a half later. I'm like laughing. I was like, so i joined doing Twitter just to actually make things happen. That's what happened here. This is <laughs> he's already making an impact. <laughs> Don't expect um, a lot of tweets yeah. in this account. Just putting that out there now. So t- tinfoil hat time then? Tinfoil hat. You start us, Miami. All eye. right. Well,
3: there the the, the obvious. The low hanging fruit is tie into the Pokemon Arceus game. So we maybe should expect a uh, season long research that results in Arceus um you know, it's also form changing, so it goes in with the similar theme that they did with the Midship Unbound. Um there's something that I'm I'm desperate for them to do and I hope it actually happens very soon. And it was the summer season i forget uh season of legends i believe is what it's called they did a weather event where they released shiny um uh rainy cast form and i would love for them to have an event where the research is cast uh snowy cast form because it's one of the best sylph pokemon that i've not been able to use so I'm, I'm 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 banging baking on them not only having an event with that in it but also releasing the shiny version for it. Um and then uh oh, well there's also the more obvious things as well with the the cups that are coming that we'll can discuss more about in season ten. But there are obviously maybe some Sinnoh and Johto related events coming in the
1: future. You mean at the end of last season we had Canto Tour Cup and I mean Canto Cup and it coincided with Kanto Tour and at the end of this season we're gonna have johto cup so are you calling johto tour
3: <laughs> well actually i think i have to give credit to you i think you pointed it out first and then i realized oh he's totally right um but yes i i i, I do believe in that as well um and th- so that would mean you know shiny's release it would mean chance to get um some good meganiums and uh first for me i have never caught a shiny Totodile. Uh, because I wasn't playing when actually I have a good story about that. Can I sidetrack for a moment? Of course. So when I started playing Pokemon Go again in 2018, uh I saw an event thing popped up and it said, Totodile Community Day, you can, you know, catch it with this. And I'm like, I already caught a totodile, what do I need to participate in this community day thing for? <laughs> and I I I totally messed up and I've regretted that ever since because I still don't have any shiny Totodials. I would also love to see what the potential sylph usage is for, for alligator because of the ice fang. Um, and so I would really, I'm really looking forward to this, this potential Johto tour because it means I can finally fill one of the biggest gaps in my Pokedex and, uh, potential competitive spicy pick. Um, also, uh, Meganium, um, I it is great in both uh, Ultra League and Great League. And I have a decent one in Great League, but the one that I be was using in Ultra League is a non-XL one. So, I'm really hoping that with the, the potential for a Jodo event that I could fill out those starters. Um what do you guys think?
2: I think I think you're you're we're like basically onto something, both of you guys have uh, a good idea and I agree. Like I think everything is usually tie in. And with you guys saying uh, the Jodo Cup and then Jodo Tour, I believe it's going to be awesome. And getting some like XL candy for like, you mentioned Meganium, uh, or even hunting one for like me. I use, I know that you're in one of the the Telegram groups that we're in, uh, where the team Bastidon, Meganium, and Toxicroak is very popular. And I still have yet to have like a very good Meganium for that team. So for me, I, I think that's like something I'm aiming for on top of that. Always having uh, maybe in an extra XL Pokemon like Meganium to use in uh, Ultra League. So hopefully that, that is the case and hopefully that is what's going to happen because that would be awesome.
1: Yeah, and then we'll have our, our standard tie in events with Chinese New Year event probably coming. You'll have the Valentine's Day event, the Christmas and New Year's events. I'm also going to go ahead and put on a tinfoil hat here. I'm calling Gen 7 release at least in some limited fashion, uh, specifically because of the double bag increase we've got in the last, you know, this month and la- in this coming month. So I, the last time they've done that is either GoFest or generation releases. So I'm calling, we're going to get probably only, you know, five to eight base forms released, if that many, because Gen 8 or, or Gen 7 is not very big. It's a pretty small generation as far as new Pokemon go. But I... Truly believe we're gonna get that, and it makes me so excited to have Litten in game because <laughs> I love incineroar or in Incineror. Is he is he your favorite Fire Starter? Charizard's still my favorite, <laughs> but after after Charizard, absolutely.
2: Okay, yeah. No, he's he's pretty cool. I actually do. I actually think if we're talking about like Fire Starters, I feel like for me it would be Infernape. Uh, but he's not very viable in PPP, unfortunately.
3: My favorite is Typhulsion. Uh, Interesting. I just have the warmest, fuzzy feelings growing up because I was never a Charizard fan. I, I know that's everybody's favorite. Yeah, is,
1: and that is. was Miami Doc. Have a good day. Yeah. <laughs>
3: um, But I, I always there was just something in Typhulsion that just you know made me you know feel cool and warm and happy and. I got to use it a little bit in competitive, but it's 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 tough sometimes. Is that it has so, fire
1: come out of its butt? Is that, is that your fascination with it? It's got, the, it's got the fire come out of its neck, you nidget. No, but the base form. <laughs> the, uh...
3: oh, 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 you're talking about Cyndaquil. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't care so much about Cyndaquil okay. and lava I, I care about Typhlosion. Um Overall fire isn't where I go to when I say my favorite, you know, of the starter groups. It's it's generally grass. I generally find that the grass starters are the most interesting and in design wise. Um I think Decidueye is one of the coolest uh, you know, grass Pokemon in the entire game. Um and I'm certainly hoping that it's gonna be competitive. I mean, talking about Gen 7, uh, I have so many hopes of potential competitive Pokemon, Lycan Rock being one of them. Now, pure Rock, trash typing, but maybe they can make it viable with a move selection, because, as you know, move selection is half of it, you know? So maybe Lycan Rock, (laughs) please?
1: I. I wonder. Do you think because we're obviously going to get a Legends tie-in event? Do you think they're actually going to go ahead and release some of the Hasulian forms?
3: That would seem to be go, go along with you know their Twitter t- tease today um, with the Arceus uh, artwork. Um, we only had a limited amount released. Uh, so we know that Growlithe has a Fire Rock form. We know that Braviary has a Flying Psychic and then uh, ba- uh, Bast... Stupid Fish. What's Basculin, Basculin. thank you. Useless Pokemon before but now may be very interesting right? in Basculation. <laughs> and then of course as you and I were discussing, the meta breaking um, Hisuian form of Zoroark. Um, normal ghost type I mean, that's scary. That that that's going to change everything yeah, when it gets big
1: released. time. My man just forgets Cleavor exists entirely. <laughs> Who cares about that bug? I, rock?
3: I, I remember Cleavor, but I mean, bug rock. We've done been there, done that. I, I I'm not as interested in in that, but it'll be interesting. I mean, uh, there's going to be more, so you know that I can't wait to figure out what else is going to happen. Um,
1: Have yeah. you caught the possible hints in BDSP yet for another Hasuian form?
3: I've I saw a spoiler post about it and I specifically stayed away from it. Um, but I think since I'm among good company that I'm willing to hear the spoiler now.
1: All I will say is go read a book and there's a in inside the library and there's a new passage in one of the books talking about Quillfish.
3: <sighs> That's excellent because it's a useless Pokemon that should get interesting. I like
1: it. Yeah, so that That's really all we we're, – we're just putting out pure conjecture here, y'all. So take everything we're saying with a grain of salt because what will happen is tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. most likely, Nyanek will drop the actual season information and prove us wrong on everything we just said. They just always do that, actually. that's probably would have been like the third time they do that. <laughs> probably. It's, it definitely has happened at least once or twice. So – With that, I think we're ready to head over to the GBL section. So we'll hop over there and start talking about what's coming. Fight. Season 10 is here. Season 9 is done and left us. Woohoo! About time. <laughs> yeah, so, little self-promotion <laughs> plug here. Um, if you also want to hear even more and hear Astro's opinion on Season 10, Astro and I was able to join up with Ken from Lord Up to do a Lord Up bonus episode that should be dropping sometime this week. So, since Astro's not here, if you want his opinions, you'll have to hop over to Lord Up and listen in there. So, just know that's coming. But... Since he's not here, we get to run and have a lot of fun. So let's start by just kind of reviewing what's coming this season. Go a little, start a little slow, and then we'll really dive in after we go through the initial information. So obviously, season 10 started today. It will run through the end of February. So February 28th. We are starting with Great League and Great League Remix. So let's start by telling you what those banned Pokemon are, because guess what? They updated the list and I am unhappy. So the current band Great League Remix, Venusaur, Nidoqueen, Alola Ninetales, Azumarill, Umbreon, Skarmory, Swampert, Vigoroth, Sableye, Medicham, Altaria, Defense Deoxys, Bastiodon, Scrafty, Jellicent, Galvantula, Galorian Stungfist, Mandy Buzz, Talonflame, and Obstagoon. Daniel, why am I unhappy?
2: I'm actually trying to figure it out because your tree is
1: not uh not there. So. It's not, but if you remember my team from last season that I went on an absolute tear with through remix, Drifloom, Obstagoon, Lantern. Uh that team, well, number one, Obstagoon doesn't can't. work anymore. And lantern with now having Mandy Buzz out and having Jellison out. Lantern doesn't serve a purpose in remix. That's
2: oh man, I guess you're going to open.
1: (laughs) I am absolutely doing open. So Miami Doc, what what do you think on the remix cup? Anything that's sticking out to you? So well, um so sticking
3: out to me, I I'm glad that Nidoclean's there because I'm so tired of Nidoclean. Yep, for sure. Um uh so yeah, I do remember the obstagoon last time, and it makes sense. I mean, it's, it's it really is good, and I think Jellicent, was that there last time.
1: I feel like wasn't Meganium in this? It was list? Meganium banned last Meganium time. Meganium was Toxicroak right. was banned last time. Yeah,
3: Toxicroak's not banned this time. Ooh, Ooh, so you put one counter
1: okay. user out for another in that spot. Yeah, okay. But
3: the the good news in all this is my Killer G uh, Great League Remix team is still viable. Um, I. I just went on a tear with uh, an Ultra League favorite of Empoleon Double Dragon. Um, so that only works if both your dragons are the resist fighting, really, in this situation. So it's Dragonite and Dragalge in the back. And Dragalge is one of the greatest safe switches ever invented. Um, and I could tell my opponents have no idea what to do because they stay in for a few seconds more and then they switch out. They're not building up or anything. Nothing positive happened in that moment. They're just trying to figure out who the bleep can I put out against drug algae now. Um, So I actually... I'll admit to starting season ten in a very naughty way with a grasshole team, thinking <laughs> yep. I could run through some noobs and uh just get up my rank and that lasted for about I'd say eight battles and I started hitting legendary pose people and they all had teams that could beat it and I was like, All right, I'm I'm paying for making that choice. So I switched over to Great League Remix and I think I've gone like fourteen and one with uh my my uh my empoleon double dragon team the one loss i had that thing happen where i used a shield on a one hp pokemon and it died anyway oh my god this is horrible (laughs) it it was on me the person i'm not saying i should have won i'm saying i messed up and that person deserved the win because i forgot the rules
2: i i I forget that sometimes too and i'm like I, i don't understand it but it makes sense uh Cause that's happened actually to me multiple times. I'm like, all right, I gotta, I gotta move. Let me shield my Pokemon down. I'm like, did I lag? Like, what happened? But nope, there's damage that still goes through. So, Dino, are you honestly
1: you're you're over and open?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because I didn't really like feel like going through remix real quick, but I should probably should have just to have fun. But uh, I started a little bit late. I didn't actually finish all my sets, so I'm kind of hoping that you know we finish early so i can finish the
1: you better bank that set now
2: <laughs> yeah I know. um but yeah so i actually had a question for uh miami dog so that team i'm actually curious how how fragile is Dragonite in
3: uh the i, I think it's about the sturdiness of a of a cat bar
2: um interesting
3: so it, it 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 cannot take damage which is why it is always the closer um, often, what I so actually the funny thing is, is it's my it's the same dragon I've been using for a while. And I actually originally used this dragonite in the it was either I think it was probably prismatic cup and sylph. And it was so glassy that I didn't even bother teaching it a second move because there was no way I was going to get to hurricane in time to use it. So when I debuted it last time, I was like, ah, you know what, I'm going to waste the dust and do it. And then I realized if I could bring it I bring it in against one pokemon in their lineup that can't beat it. I can finally charge up to the hurricane and it's right. I I use it maybe every other match now. Um so yes, incredibly fragile um but you just it deals a ton of damage and if you can, you know, farm down one person and then you get to the next one, you hit it with the hurricane and
2: right. you're good. And this is a non-shadow or shadow?
3: Non shadow. I do not. I, I recently got a shadow dragon air, uh, but I do not have a shadow dragon knight. And you need the flying type because you need to resist fighting.
1: Okay. Yeah. I was and, interested to see. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Are you running dragon tail or dragon breath?
3: Currently, dragon breath. I actually, it's one of the things I'd like to hear from you guys directly the pluses and minuses of dragon tail versus dragon breath. Um, I just because dragon breath worked for me last season and it's working for me right now, I see no reason to switch. Uh, but I'm curious to know, and I'm sure our listeners would be as to how you decide between Dragon Breath and Dragon Tail.
2: Um, for me, at least, I I prefer Dragon Breath. Just, it's just like a, a personal preference. But I do see that Dragon Tail can be useful at times because it, it, it charges, it hits, you know, especially with Dragon Knight, it, it's chunking away and it gets to the move quicker. Uh, and at least that's how I see it. But I, I always had a thing for uh fast moves like um Dragon Breath and uh Lake and stuff like that because it's like kind of you see the thing slowly melting uh their opponents, and especially with like Dragonite that you mentioned it's a closer uh it's probably I don't know exactly what do you see the most of in Remix but I'm sure that whatever it is because I I'd see it with Kingdra in Great League. I just Melt anything away with dragon breath, and it's not even as strong as as a, a dragonite. So that's why I see that. What he
3: ends up getting matched up against a lot is Machamp. Okay. So they they save their Machamp in the back, uh, you know, hoping to to you know break anything that 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 I'm saving, and it's just so for Machamp is as fragile as Dragonite in in some ways. So plus the flying resist, so I always save a shield for the you know, rock slide that would inevitably come. And, you know, the only time, as I said, the only loss I've had so far was the, the, cause I had the lead. The lead was Empoleon versus Probopass. So he switched to Machamp. I switched to Dragalgy and I absolutely had to win the Dragalgy versus Machamp. And I lost it, um, bad play on my part. And, uh, I just, I, I top left. I know a lot of you, I've watched your stream. You guys don't like top lefting, but I do not have time for a hopeless. You boss. know, it's funny. You met, it's
2: funny you mentioned that is because I, I typically top left off stream, but since, you know, actually we've actually top left on, on Saturday a few times. Uh, and I know some streamers don't, but I'm just like, I, I, it's nothing against anyone. It's just like, I'd rather, you know, start my next match. I, I don't see anything wrong with it. It's not, you know, to disrespect uh, my opponent or or saying that uh, anything else. Uh, I just think that I just want to start the next match and that's it. Uh, but to me, I, I feel like for that matchup that you brought up, do you feel like if you mentioned about Dragonite versus um, Machamp, do you feel like, you know, switching to Dragonite in that scenario and just shielding once and just farming down would have been the better play?
3: Uh no, you
2: have to switch
3: to Dragalge. Okay, in that situation, and well, maybe I should have switched to Dragonite. I'm just always so afraid of facing Machamp with shields, um, versus my Dragonite. Maybe I, I sh- because I guess in this situation, I would have shielded versus not shielding with my Dragalge, and then my Dragalge eventually died because then I had to shield his second attack, which was a cross chop and had only one HP left because I had a charge move red. Actually, you know what it was? is I slipped a Dragon Tail uh, through um, his starting the charge move, but I was at one HP at that point because I had taken the, the rock right. slide. Um, it's tough because the, the, I, I want to stick with the pattern that I've made. The pattern is you switch to Dragalge and um, Dragonite's a closer. Also because Dragonite's Dragon Claw is so much better than Dragalge's Aqua Tail. Otherwise, I have to save up to outrage, which, you know, sometimes is useful, sometimes isn't. Now, I do say outrage and not gunshot, um, because shot that little bit more that it takes to get to it changes everything. Um, so uh, while this makes me incredibly weak to fairy in the back, I still need that outrage because it gets there faster.
2: Makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for me at least, I mean, I may consider doing a Great League Remix, but I just started with Open just because I, I have a team. And I know, I think maybe it was Miami Docs. Some people mentioned in Discord uh, saving dust. Uh, so I didn't really want to build anything for this or even like use any TMs because I have none at all. So I prefer to save my, especially in the beginning, you know, you're going against uh, random people, so it could be fairly easy, but don't like underestimate people either because they can just throw you off with random Pokemon, and you're just like, "How did I lose this match?" So oh. I actually
1: got matched up with a Mat Matt Mat 200 that's in our Discord, and I also saw stream over that. on Twitch. <laughs> he led with a 1,000 CP Dawn fan, and I still only won by about five HP. What? Why is? Why is he running? And and I Don think Fan? he was still in the midst of building it, probably. But Don, with Don Fan's move update, people wanted to give it a try. Counter body slam is a really good move combo.
3: Well, should we go into those changes? We will or? later. Okay,
0: all right. <laughs> I don't um, want to get
3: through this game here, but okay, okay, yeah. okay. Um, I so what was so my segment for you guys is what is the weirdest thing that you've seen? You know that just sort of throws you off. I've saw on a couple of Absols um i saw duat um and uh, yeah i saw someone running while i was still running my grasshole team they were running Rhyhorn, duat Vaporeon. so i just switched to victory bell and i just sat back <laughs> oh my <yeah,
2: that's> just... <laughs> they probably they probably won't ever play pvp again
1: i know i ruined that poor person's whole whole life on pvp world. i should have Fearow today and I'm like, what? I, I had no clue what moves this thing had. Luckily, I just gusted it down all the way. I'm like, <laughs> I don't it. know what you're running, but if whatever you're going to throw, I'm going to have to shield because I have zero clue. Still I can't had... tell you what it's running. Yeah, no.
3: I, I, would, I would guess drill peck, but after drill peck, I have no idea. Yeah, that's
1: all
2: I remember whenever I used it in the main games, but that's it. But. Yeah, no, I actually, no, there was some crazy stuff. I don't recall exactly what it was. If it wasn't like crazy Pokemons, it was like the movesets that I had. So like I had a Scrafty, just kept throwing um, Acid Spray, I believe it is that it has. And I'm like, okay, maybe he's going to throw a Foul Play next time, Acid Spray. I'm like, okay, maybe next time. And then he hits me another Acid Spray and I shielded twice and I was so mad. So like I was expecting him to throw a Foul Play and nothing came through. So I'm like, I almost lost that game, and I was I was really upset. But uh, yeah, so as far as that goes, I'm running an open. Uh, I was trying trying a team that uh, someone on Discord, I believe it was CW, that mentioned it right before the season ended. Uh, the team was uh, Swampert, and I believe he used Shadow. Uh, so it was Shadow Swampert, uh, Fisk and Bastidon. And I was like confused by the team at first. I tried it out and. It got me before the the season ended. I believe I got me close to a five zero. So it was four one, three two, and a four one. And I'm like, okay, I mean, team seems viable, so I'm like, gonna try it. And so far, I, I've been doing pretty well. I believe I'm like uh, 14, uh, 14 and three, or something like that. Um, so it's pretty good. So uh, and then I, I may just go back to the other team, which uh, Miami Doc also knows is the Bassi Meganium. Toxicroak is very viable, but it, it gets wrecked by Nidoqueen for sure. Um, but yeah, those are the two teams I've been, I've been running the most of. And then, of course, I also have the other team, which is uh, Swampers, Karmony, and Hypno, uh, that I also enjoy using.
1: But the other two first ones that I mentioned are the ones I'm going to be using the most for the most part. Yeah, so I started today. I, I, I did one set in Remix, and that's it. I'm not going to go back to it for a little while until I can do more prep. Uh, ended up today 22 and 30. So. Pretty good 73% win rate. So I'll take that on day one. Uh, should have probably been 25 and 30. There was three matches that I completely threw by mistiming switches. Uh, running Pidgeot, GFisk, Triviet. Uh I am finding Pidgeot in the lead just makes people angry. Because I can't tell you the number of Sableyes in the lead that I've hit. The number of Venusaur's in the lead that I've hit. The number of Toxicroaks in the lead. Just hard counters across the board. And my favorite thing is I get that basti. you know, somebody leads a basti on into me. Okay. I switch over to Treviant. I guess they think I don't have a secondary counter. They switch out to something. I'm able to take that down with Treviant typically. And then I throw that G Fiskin in the and immediate top left. It's so beautiful. And I'm just, I'm laughing hysterically ben, every single time.
3: I have a very important point for our listeners. If you are running, if you're doing Great League, just straight Great League. Your team must have minimum one point five Bastion counters. Okay, if you are not doing that, you are just you are going to find yourself walled by it, and life is going to be miserable. So, that's a, the little little bit of advice from Miami Doc here is one point five Bastion counters in uh, Great League normal, please. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely agree. So we we have Great League here with us until December twenty third. Or December 13th. Sorry, I need to put my glasses on, apparently, or put them up over my nose better. (laughs) Uh, On December 13th, we jump over to Ultra League, Ultra League Remix, and the Holiday Cup. Uh, We'll cover more about those soon, once we get down through this. I want to get through the rest of the calendar first. Uh, December 27th through January 10th, Master League, Master League Classic, and Holiday Cup stays around until the 31st. By the way, Holiday Cup starts on December 16th. So you get about two weeks with Holiday Cup. A little more. Uh, during this time period, all wins will be 3x Dust. That is specifically for the win rewards, not the end of set rewards, unfortunately. Uh, additionally, on January 10th through the 24th, Great League and sino Cup. Please note this overlaps with the Legends Arceus release time window. We will be having a Legends Arceus tie-in event during this period as well. It's not that hard to put two and two together. It equals five, correct? <laughs> oh, they're they're not gonna come off mute to laugh at me. Okay. Oh <laughs> no, no,
3: no, I'm just gonna say that's the University of Kentucky education there for you. Oh <laughs> Watch yourself. Watch yourself.
1: <laughs> I can kick you at any time here. <laughs> uh, January 24th, Ultra League. And oh, yes, yes, again, Ultra League Premier Classic. The meta that took me to legend. I'm real excited to see this come back. Uh, February 7th, the 21st, Master League, Master League Premier Classic. <laughs> and Love Cup. So, Let's let's park it here for a second, Miami Doc. Can tell tell the folks what you did to people during Master League Premier Classic this time.
3: All right, so I hate Master League with a burning passion. Uh, and but when I saw Master League Premier Classic came out, I was like, okay, this is like old old school P, uh, GBL for me because that's what Master League Premier used to be was Master League Premier Classic. And I was I was fiddling around, and I was like wait a minute, with Sylveon release now, you can get two Charmers. Hmm, what can I do with this? So, I messed around and I ran Togekiss lead, Waterfall Gyarados uh, middle, and Sylveon as the closer. And as anyone who frequents our Discord would know, I beat many an opponent with them having two shields remaining. And I
1: just Reveled in that glory. Multiple uh, screenshots taken for sure. <laughs> Multiple daily. <laughs> daily. Yeah. Um, now, with that being said, I think one of the reasons that was that became a viable team, MetaGross this time around kind of came out of favor and got replaced by Excadrill, and Excadrill is glassy. So even I was a able Charmer to farm you know, down with Togekiss a lot. Yeah. So, and you got to burn your shields in that case. You do, but it it's nothing if you had a metagross that's probably a quick l for you versus well i
3: i it the met as if the metagross lines up against a gyarados i win okay but if they have a second steel pokemon i can off i would often lose if they have a magnezone i almost always lost, but occasionally i would surprise the opponent they'd have a league magnezone against my league uh togekiss i'd switch to gyarados which normally they would think well, that's a huge advantage to me. And they would stay in on that matchup or they'd stay in long enough and then realize I was playing them and then switch to something else by which that point it was too late. I already have the energy that I needed and I had the switches that I need. Um, but yeah, if they had a lot of people, a lot of the times I lost was they would run Hexorus lead and then Metagross and Exedrill in the back. I almost always lost uh, in that situation because I usually used up my guy, my I, uh, sometimes I say Gyarados, sometimes I say Gyarados. I'm gonna go in between that. Um, the one time I did pull off a win or two was when I switched Crunch on Gyarados to Outrage. And when they when I defeated their Metagross with the Gyarados and they brought back out the Haxorus, I hit him with an Outrage that went unshielded and they had no answer after that. Yep. Nice, so
1: that's coming, and then we also have Love Cup. Uh, once again, during this time period. Three times dust. So the thing that I... We already covered the two Master League rotations. Do you guys notice what's missing this season? Little cup. There's no little, little Cup.
3: cup. <laughs> I need to make an important point for the listeners in case you didn't notice this. But the Holiday Cup ends December 31st. Master League goes until January 10th. Which and what- means if you are going to play, you will have no choice but to do Master League. Which is why... Might want to save some dust.
1: And it'll become even more important when we discuss some upcoming dates as well. So we'll talk about that in a second as well. Uh, And then finally, the end of the season, February 21st through February 28th, the three opens. And Johto Cup. There's our tinfoil hat that we're getting Johto Tour this season. I just think it lines up too perfectly with what we've seen in the past. Uh, We also have three Go Battle Days. During a Go Battle Day, you get... 20 sets or 100 battles and the win rewards are going to be four times however it does not stack with your three times that you're getting during master League so an extra spin there um and this is why that was important on Saturday January 8th will be our first one that means that is only master League and master League classic that is 24 hours I won't be battling <laughs> <laughs>
3: I mean, I'm addicted to this game, so I will have to be battling. I can't go without it, but I'm going to hate every minute of it. I know nothing of the, of, the, of the strategy needed to do well in Master League Classic, because I won't be doing Master League, because I don't have any XL um, Master League Pokemon. Um, so uh, it'll be an interesting foray into Dialga, 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 and Dialga. Don't but, forget Groudon. Uh, Groudon's in there as uh, well. Yeah, but then there's Dialga, Dialga, and Dialga. Um, so it, it's going to be a bad. What is it? How how many days is that again? It's going to be for me ten days. Uh, it's going to be a bad ten days for me. I'm going to be very poor mood. I, I may not be on the Discord as much, you know, because <laughs> I'll just be so upset that I can't get anything going. But as I said, it's. Well, I haven't said this before. It's free dust. You know, just get your dust, get your punishment in. If you have to drop, drop. But uh get in get in your sets if you have the time. Uh
1: the next one will come on Sunday, January twenty third. And this time we'll actually have Great League. Last season, during season nine, we had zero Great League, open Great League go battle days. I didn't even which notice that. Sucked. Yeah. It was horrible. Um and we'll also have Cinno Cup. I actually think Cinno Cup may be some fun looking over it a little bit it it has some interesting concepts there so we'll see uh and then sunday february 6th we'll have ultra league and ultra league premier classic that is the last time we had ultra league premier classic go battle day i went on a 500 plus point skyrocket to the legend so i'm i'm excited for that one <laughs> i'm sure you are you're probably going to do it again at that point that's my that's my goal so <laughs> Uh, let's also talk through the count- encounters you're going to get through the season. So at rank one, you're going to notice that the Pokemon is Team Flare inspired. So Lysander's most famous Team Flare Pokemon, Pyroar, is your rank one achievement. I find Pyroar, Pyroar, Pyroar weird. It's useless, while Litten is actually really viable. Anybody else ever notice that? Uh,
3: yes, you, you use the wrong Pokemon there
1: or not oh yeah i did he uh, <laughs> he he is really excited for that pokemon to come out that he just forgot. I am um <laughs> yeah why am i blanking on the Leo. name litlio Litleo, thank you litlio's viable XL litlio is really viable but pyroar for some reason just falls so and it's not even that it has bad moves it's just not as i don't know if it's yeah. because its attack is so much higher it can't get into that cp cap to, correctly versus Litleo is a little smaller. It can get all the way up to level 50. but So you're going to get a Pyroar, which means you're going to get XL Candy, at least. Always look for the positive. Uh, rank 6, Mindfoo. Has this overstayed its welcome, Dino?
2: Useless. It's funny because everyone used it, you know, but everyone uses a new Pokemon for, like, what? What day or two, and then it just dies off. Uh, this one, same thing. Like, everyone thought that because it had like a fast, what was it fast poison move, right? Poison Jack, yep. yeah. So they thought it might be somewhat viable, but no, it's still trash.
1: <laughs> and I hate that it's still locked behind GBL for those that don't want to GBL, but getting just so you know to get to rank six doesn't require any wins. So get in there, battle up the rank six. Get your mind foo if you don't have it already, and then mark it off your deck's entry and walk away because that's all that's useful for. Um, well, get, get 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 two completion two. Yeah. i means you got to win twice at least. Um, <laughs> however, when you get up the vet, oh, at rank 20, whatever legend is going to be there, when you get up the vet, you're going to get a guaranteed Noi Bat. So if you haven't got a Noi Bat in the wild, literally last season, the day before I hit vet, I hatched my first ever noi bat. I remember. I you may posted have thrown that. my phone. I remember you were so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm getting a noi bat. I'm hitting le- or hitting vent tomorrow, and then hatching it, hatching it at that time. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me! <laughs> I went to Disney World and hatched something like sixty seven eggs in a week, and got zero noi bat. And then the day before I hit vet, I get a noi bat. I'm like, this is bull. <laughs> uh once you hit expert you're gonna get a guaranteed dino or dino no we don't get dino in the game sorry <laughs> Uh legend you're gonna get your Libre. which remember if there's little cups to come back flying press is a really good move so keep your Libre under 500 if you can
3: i actually uh traded i swapped uh, Pikachu Libres with uh, uh, another friend, and he got one that was below
2: 500, and I didn't, and I was so pissed. Oh my god, that's it, it's it's funny, because I actually, someone mentioned that to me too, like, are you doing anything with your Libres? I'm like, no, it's like, do you want to trade? I'm like, sure, so it, it, it's 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 a good way to get one below, or
1: get one like with somewhat better IVs with it yeah. So your rank one encounter table, Bayleaf Quilava, Croconaw Spinarak Chin Chow and Azumarill. Anything jumping out at you guys there? Well,
3: I, I think Spinnerack is adorable. It's a shiny, so I'm, I'll, I'll, I am I'll would love to get a shiny Spinnerack.
2: I still have yet to get one. I think, didn't Astro get one? If I'm not mistaken? Astro did get
1: one right after the event ended, of
2: course. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the only things that, I mean, it would be nice to have just for candies and stuff would be Bayleaf and Azu. Uh, I mean, if you want to have lantern like you use it yourself, change also the shiny, which I don't have yet
1: would be dope. It's a good shiny. So it is. I actually think these are better than last season's. At least there's, you know, four that's going to give you a guaranteed XL candy and the other two are shiny chases. So I think it's it's better than we've had in the last season. Uh, Nothing new at rank six. Your next set of new Pokemon come in at rank 11. And here you're to get knocked fortress Shieldon. Skuntank and frillish miami doc what do you what do you think about this pool here at rank 11 well
3: i i i basically i have all of these already built um obviously if you haven't built the noctowl yet that's something we're going to talk about a little bit more later so that'd be something to think about um fortress is always a potential spicy interesting pick himself um hopefully at this point you did your shield on stuff in the event that happened a while ago. Oh, wildcat dad says no. Oh, <laughs> I no. think, okay, I think he's well. like
2: uh, against using
3: it. Maybe. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I'm so, still, so, I'm still about 65 candies off.
3: Yeah. I, I went ham on that. I, I traded, I had a friend. I said, can I use your account? I just need a trade for XL candies. And literally Day after day, just trading shield ons, getting the XL candy. So I have, what, like a rank 7 Bastiodon or something. Um, obviously, the male Frillish, um, you know, since the female Frillish is wild, you don't have to use GBL to get a nice one. It'd be nice to sort of have one of each, but um, nothing that important. And then Skunt Tank, I mean... Uh, what's it, Stunky, is has been so common in the wild that there's it's really a useless pick to me.
1: Yeah, but at least, once again, I see three here that you're getting XL for. Shieldon is a relevant GBL Pokemon for, for Bastion. So I, I think overall the rewards are, once again, better than we've seen. And I will tell you, even a bad IV fortress for PvP is better than no fortress for PvP. That thing carried me through the Lunar Cup. Miami Doc can tell you how nasty that thing was to everyone during the Lunar Cup. So <laughs> and it, it had a 15 attack. It was a bad IV fortress.
3: And it's gotten better, which is another uh, thing that we'll be talking about later, right?
1: Yes. Uh, rank 16, in my opinion, is not very exciting at all. Larvitar, Scraggy, Rufflet. So you got your Scraggy. Everyone needs more Scraggy. But outside of that, this is... Poor, in my opinion, it's, for it's rank 16 like what the same the same ones we've gotten before,
2: and I feel like it's the opposite. This, this like this time around, like the better ones are like in the lower tier, and then the higher you up, like why why are we getting Pokemon's like you know Larvitar and and Rufflet? We don't really use that for a PvP. I would love a shiny Rufflet. I still don't have uh, one of that, those. Yeah, for sure. Sign me up. <laughs> that, it's, it's I don't even much. believe it
3: exists. You know? <laughs> I haven't. i just haven't seen it anywhere.
1: Right. Just in picture. (laughs) So other other items and rewards to keep in mind. Uh, If you haven't hit rank three before, you can get the Pikachu Libre avatar items. If you hit rank three, it requires no winning. You can go in with 10 CP Pokemon and get the rank three. It's worth it. Uh, And then once you hit those ace and above ranks, you're starting to get Lysander's clothing. So at ace rank, you'll get Lysander's gloves, veteran Lysander style shoes, expert Lysander pants and legend Lysander jacket and pose this may be
3: the clothing I am most looking forward to ever in this game it is so damn cool looking
1: why did I not get my Leon cape that is that is still what I'm looking at this and seeing why did I not get my Leon cape because <laughs> everyone's of, asking that <laughs> I I would have I would have never cared if I hit legend again had I got Leon's cape because that the pose for Leon? is absolutely amazing, and all it needs is that cape flapping in the wind. Oh, I agree.
3: It gets really annoying, though, when you're in a long queue time, and you just are constantly seeing yourself do that over and over again. You're just like, stop. You're, you're making me tired. But yes, overall, <laughs> it
1: is amazing. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering if the Lysander pose is going to be another animated pose? I, I was I wondering the see. same. Because I mean, like, it doesn't seem like there's much movement, but
2: I, I really don't know what, he, what kind of, like, Poses he does in like the anime.
1: Yeah, I don't either, but I I do like the clothing. I think the the all black suit is is really on point. Uh, I I hope I could get this one. We'll see what happens. Um, what's also nice this season at rank nineteen, you're in an elite charge TM, and you can wait till the end of the season for your elite fast TM. So let's be honest, charge TM is much more valuable than fast TM. There's not a lot of. I would
3: give up two fast charge fast tm that's oh, sorry. i give up two elite fast tms for a charge tm like i i'm just so tired of looking at my inventory and not seeing elite charge tms in yeah there.
2: it's funny you say that because i would do that in a heartbeat i think i have either six or eight fast elite tms and i have either one or zero for charge elite tms
1: yeah so i have seven fast i think and one charge I don't ever use my fast. I think I've used one elite fast TM to build my Pidgeot, and that's the only one I've ever used. Charizard
3: would be the other one.
1: That's I have no need for it. I actually did. I actually did because I, I just like Hypno.
2: I have a few built, so I have the Dragon Breath, uh, Charizard, and then just the Fire Spin. And I also have the other one that has the the flying fast move um, wing attack wing attack and i actually like that uh one too so i have the three variants well,
3: yes if you can build three it's great to have all three yeah
2: because i don't want to keep using you know tms on it so it's kind of like going back to like the hypno thing having a, a few hypnos just to have stop using so many tms but we can't do that with
1: Mew, so you're just kind of
2: stuck you know wasting 300 plus tms
1: so let, let's hop into what I know. Miami Doc has been biting at the bit. He He's wanting to talk moves. Um, so there's three move changes and then a few attack updates. So let's talk about the move changes first. So Rock Tomb is now being buffed to guarantee lowering the opposing opponent's ta- attack. It's still not a very viable move. It The few Pokemon that use it probably can keep using it, but it's not going to help a lot out. Pound is being decreased from five damage down to four damage i wonder why does this mean we're done seeing chancy Lickitung teams please tell me we will never see those again
3: <laughs> it is so funny that they they debuff a useless move because one pokemon can use it to ruin everybody's
1: day it, it, even then it's not like it's going to make that big of a difference
2: i was gonna say that it's still gonna be tanky i mean that's It's basically a shield. That's what it's for, not
1: for making damage or anything like that. Yeah. Now, this one's actually really exciting to me. Bug Buzz is actually getting a damage increase. So Pokemon like Wormadan, great PvP Pokemon. Vespi Queen. I'm
3: so desperate for a better one of those.
1: I used mine in this past cup in Brawler. And once again, terrible IVs, but it's better to have one and it'd be bad then have a good one. Now, yeah, I can tell be you... it
3: good if it had the right fast moves, too, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah. And <laughs> I can tell you, however, this increase of going from 90 damage to 100 damage would have swung the match against Miami Doc because he <laughs> survived with about 2 HP from a Bug Buzz and was able to take out my Wormadam and then go on to finish out the match. So, Do you remember what Pokemon I had? I don't... I think it was Melmetal. Okay. I think your male metal survived with about 2 HP because male metal is very glassy and greatly. Right. That 10 damage would have actually made a difference. So we can see Uh, that's a good change. That's a great change. Uh,
3: Because, you know, Wormedim, for the most part, has only been in Sylph and Special Cups. Um, So I don't see this as anything that'll bring it into the main stage. Um, But it's, if I can get a good IV one I would use it more often I am uh, we might talk more about my you know pre in my what's it uh, pet peeves when it comes to to my pokemon but I do like this and I've also been wondering about Queen if it can become a viable pokemon
1: not in open I don't think I think in open it that typing of bug flying is real bad in open where Bashidon runs the meta but in Sylph Metas, it absolutely has a chance to shine now. So we'll see what happens in the upcoming tournaments. Yon uh, Mega is still Yon Mega. It's not going to get used. Don't don't, don't build it. Keep it. Never transfer anything. You never know when a single move can change everything. Which leads us to our next segment. How do you like that segue? Pokemon <laughs> getting new moves. Uh, as I mentioned before, Dawn Fan got body slammed. This may sound insignificant, but what this has done now is Donphan is a pure ground type Pokemon. It has access to counter and charm fast moves. It had nothing but nukes before. It now has a heavy damage and it's a heavy attack Pokemon. So think you're Vigoroth, but more damaging. And it's not going to be taking super effective from other fighters now. Don fan has some play heading forward and somebody just so happens to have the rank two great league Don fan. Hmm. Wonder who could that could be. Yeah, <laughs> so I,
3: I'm, I'm glad that I held on to a, a decent PVP Don fan. Cause I know it's going to be useful coming up. Um, and also, you know, in the past, I've been surprised by the fast move that people will bring with the Dawn fan because it really could be one of three because they sometimes even bring the ground move in. Um, So it it is an interesting pick. And if you catch a a good fan of P, you know, definitely hold on
1: to it. Absolutely. And that goes back to something Dino, and I preach all the time is do not transfer any good PVP IV Pokemon. They may sit in your box for months or years, but eventually everything gets a move update. And we'll talk about some that got move updates that still aren't very viable, but it at least shows you that Nianic's trying here. But one that is viable, Knocked Knockdown Knocked Owl is now getting the charge attack Shadow Ball. Thank God. That this makes-
3: is so cool, and I love it. And it's so annoying that it didn't have it before, because that was a quintessential move of Knocked Owl. So, So this not only makes me happy as a pvp player but also as an anime fan in the past yeah for sure so, um uh huge huge um bonus here and uh you're gonna be seeing a lot of noctowl going forward play everybody
1: anything to add there did you Uh, I'm just,
2: I just want the shiny now and then I'll make everything perfect. (laughs) But yeah, no, definitely. I'm, I'm super glad, you know, fun, even before this season started, even before anything was even mentioned about this, we were talking about Noctowl being uh, used, uh, just because it's a pretty, uh, you know, somewhat tanky Pokemon. And I've always liked, uh, like Noctile because again, it's one of Ash's Pokemon, So that's another reason why I've always tried to use it in like other like random cups. Uh, But the shadow ball makes it a huge difference now. And I like
1: uh, Miami Doc said, expect it to be around more often now. And with the Johto Cup coming or Johto Tour coming up, hint, hint, (laughs) your shiny is going to come. I I, said, I'm going to put my money. We're getting Johto Tour. I'm I've been right before. I've been wrong before. This is one I'm very strongly opinionated on. If that happens, I will cry. <laughs> uh, another unexpected Pokemon getting an update. Markargo is getting two new moves. It's getting the fast attack Incinerate and the charge attack Rock Tomb. Like I said, Rock Tomb is not a great move, but is actually viable on Markargo because it didn't have any viable moves to start with. So it it is actually going to be really, really popular pick, I think, especially in the remix cup where there's not
3: already seen it like three or four times.
1: Yeah. Um, it, it's pretty much the hardest of hard counters to the tree at this point. Um, uh, and we'll talk a little bit about when, once we get through all the list of moves and things, my tinfoil hat theory on some of the move updates and why they happened. Now you're getting Octillery. Octillery gets lock on. Why? No. idea. So I've faced this a couple of times now
3: and spamming Octokazoo is so annoying. So, I I was surprised. I thought this was not going to be useful, but I don't even know what his other charge move is because they only used Octokazoo against my Pokemon.
1: Acid Spray, Water Pulse, Gunk Shot, Aurora Beam. So, it has other viable... I mean, you could run Gunk Shot or Acid Spray and, and still do some damage, right. too. So,
3: so this will be interesting. This is definitely going to be a Spicy Sylph pick. Um, you're... It, it, it interests me a lot and I may pay attention to it because I've ignored Remoraid and Octillery aside from Pokedex entries up until now.
1: Yeah. Uh, Pseudo Wudo also got updated with Rock Tomb. Once again, not a great move, but it had no quick hitting move before. So it is more viable on something like Pseudo Wudo who remember has counter. So counter Rock Tomb, that's going to be pretty quick charging, pretty quick firing. More of a sylph Pokemon for certain, but it's something to keep your mouth, your your eyes out for. Larion is getting Rock Tomb, as well as Agron and Claydol are all getting Rock Tomb. Doesn't change a lot. I know you may have noticed Claydol didn't have Rock Tomb at four PM today when everything else did, but they corrected that moderately quickly.
3: Is Claydol the first Pokemon to get two changes in their updates? Because didn't it? Didn't they already try to make all a thing a season or two ago, and nobody bit on it, and now they're doing it again?
1: <laughs> they're really trying to make it work. <laughs> it's got such a good typing, though. Ground Psychic is actually really good on the typing. It just it needs a better fast move.
3: It, it doesn't have Mud Shot. It only has Mud Slap, right?
1: Mud Slap, and I think it has Confusion, maybe?
3: yeah so but the, it's just funny it's like there's someone at Niantic who's like I want
1: Claydol to have a meaning and a purpose give it better moves do something with it and we're just like nah
3: no thanks yeah
1: now with Rock to- do you think Crustle
3: benefits from the Rock Tomb change I have to go take another look at it um, What Um ch- I, I don't have the energies in my head but what charges faster the Rock Tomb or
1: the Rock Slide oh wait, wait, wait Crustal has Rock Slide not Rock Tomb never mind
3: oh Okay, I'm sorry. So it has Rock Blast and Rock Slide. Yeah,
1: okay. Rock Blast, Rock Slide. Yeah. I thought it was Rock Slide, Rock Tomb. I'm backwards there. Thank you for correcting. Okay. So, looking at the the Pokémon and the moves that got buffed, do you think this is in a direct response to the popularity of the Tree and Pidgeot? Maybe more Pidgeot. I don't, I don't you think that they're paying attention to Pidgeot here? I mean, it was broken for so long. And why else would you? Why else would you give a, a a rock move to a lot of Pokemon and go out of your way to buff what historically has been a pretty bad rock? move.
3: Okay, yeah, I, I guess considering they did ban Jesus for a whole season, so you know,
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I, I
2: I can see why there. I can see why you mentioned also the Trevenant because of Noctowl and that just completely walls it and. That's amazing. That's another reason why I'm considering
1: running it now. Well, not only knocked out, but but Argo also yeah, Mark Har- yeah. Is so hard you got- countering tri- tri- Triviant. So you got I wish I had
3: that for our draft tournament. <laughs> I had <Mark> Argo.
1: <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, but I will definitely next draft. I'm looking at Don Fan. Seriously, looking at it. I was honestly considering picking it last draft. You know, it's funny because I I
2: used Don Fan in one of the oh no, I used it for I believe it was the Ash Cup. And I was I just did not enjoy it because it had just nuke moves. Uh But now with that, like, I wish I had body slam at that time. That would have made a huge difference.
1: Oh, yeah, sure. it would have made a big difference. So with that being said, let's jump back and let's talk a little bit about these other specialty cups. Talk about for Ultra League Remix, what's banned this time? It shouldn't be too shocking. I don't even know if it changed from last season. Uh Venusaur. Alolan Muck, Umbreon, Swampert, Empoleon, Togekiss, Altered Form Giratina, Cresselia, Talonflame, Obstagoon. Nothing jumps out there, at me. I don't think, n- I, I don't changed think right?
2: anything changed. Was Togekiss was always there? I feel like
3: Yeah, Tog- Togekiss was there before because it, it's very popular in the I don't I rarely play regular Ultra League because I don't like Cresselia and Giratina. Um and that's obviously a big counter for, for Giratina.
2: Yeah, i still surprised Silvion. didn't get yeah. to hit this season Silvion's still there and i, I would prefer Silvion over to, to-, to- any day
3: it's it's a good point because certainly Silvion would have become very popular after the uh community day but i think what you're seeing here is a reflection more of the the ultra league rather than the ultra league premier so ultra league premier Silvion is more popular and ultra league standard i think togekaz is more popular so that's Probably how they got to where they were. That makes sense. So does that
1: mean the remix is just the Nidoqueen cup again? Oh frick. <laughs> it probably does seem like that, huh?
2: Because I, I do recall that being
1: annoying. And you got Swamper out, so and then Polyon, so Yeah, you got your two best counters. I will say Triviant is in here and it can beat Queen. It's dicey, but it can beat Nidoqueen. So just keep that in mind. Interesting. Yeah, yeah so That's that Ultra League Remix. We'll cover Ultra League Remix closer to it actually kicking off. Uh, A cup that I'm actually excited for, the Holiday Cup. So this is Great League, of course. Normal Grass Electric Ice Flying Ghost. I think someone
3: already mentioned this looks like the Frost Last Cup again.
1: It does absolutely look like the Frost Last Cup, though. However, I think Obama Snow is also going to be Highly coveted here because it's going to have that electric resistance and a lot faster spam.
3: Um, uh, who's no? I think this is for more for Astro than anyone else. But you know what's number one on PV Poke in the Holiday Cup?
2: Yep. And this the Pokemon that he actually built recently. And it's actually I think in this yeah. team currently now for the cup that we're doing. Yeah, Patryisu. <sighs> Dude, honestly, when I was practicing with him. I didn't even know it's, I completely forgot its move just cause like, I don't see anyone ever using it. And for some reason I got messed up with, uh, I think it was Minum that has, I think, Grass Knot. Correct. Yeah. So I was like, let me shield this. I don't want to get hit. And then so I'm like, uh, he hits me with Thunderbolt. I'm like, crap. He just baited me. And then he just kept doing that. I was so mad.
3: So I was, I was. When wouldn't. Yeah, when I was practicing him, I thought he had, had wild charge. I didn't know its moves either. So I was shielding, thinking he was going to throw a wild charge at me.
1: So the help of the viewers, the move of Pachirisu is going to be Volt Switch, Thunder Punch, Thunder Bolt. That's your Patrick. So it's straight, all electric, straight all electric. electric. Uh, a Pokemon that I think could be very powerful because of the ice here, Talonflame. I think Talonflame will be a very popular pick because people already like it a lot. So I actually i don't recall playing this cup uh
2: but i did look at the team uh of oh at least like the top 20 and it seems like i'm uh i decided to just take it make a team and it seemed to cover everything at least from what i saw um and i think that the tree is actually going to be pretty good here as well even though that you mentioned uh talent flame but it can actually be talent flame as well uh I think in the one and one that's what I saw so far, but um it it needs an energy lead, but yes, it yeah. Can. So given this is gonna be pretty weak to talent point, so I'm kinda like hoping that I don't see it or I could double team it with two Pokemon. But the team that I, I feel like it might be pretty decent, I might give it a go. Uh just given the fact that I don't want to do Master League. So uh it would be Obstagoon as a lead and then Wigglytuff and Trevenant. And I was looking at it, and it's actually not that bad for the coverage. It got a B,
1: bulk. It has a C safety, B, and the consistency is an A. Yep. So I'm looking at Talonflame, Lantern, Frost, or Frostlass, or maybe even Nine Tails, Carry Charm.
2: Hmm. Interesting.
1: I think Lantern will have a lot of play, actually. Uh, mostly because of things like Graveler is going to be popular. Talonflame is going to be popular. Uh Jugong will be popular most likely. Skarmory is always popular. Frostlass is popular. Talonflame wins a lot of those matchups. Altaria, it actually beats Altaria pretty badly because of Altaria being neutral to Electric. Hmm. That's true.
2: Yeah, there's- I
3: have I've not built a, a team or looked into building a team for this yet, but the Talonflame is probably what what I'm going to build it around, considering it's it's one of the Pokemon I'm most comfortable with.
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, then the Sinnoh Cup—that's obviously Pokémon between Pokedex number three eighty-seven and four ninety-three. Uh, we'll talk about that closer till that—that's all the way out in January. Love Club Cup are your red and pink Pokémon. I hated this cup last season or last year. Hated it. Mm, yeah, and I it believe this is Deering with paired with Normal Great League, so I probably won't be touching it. Nope, I'm, I'm wrong. It's paired with. So you game. you might have to touch it.
2: <laughs> <sighs> it's it's with Master, Brew, which is the one that um uh, well, I believe Miami Doc loves. So I, I think he he'll I, be. I may from- try out
1: the Miami Doc team if that's the case. <laughs> um, you may have to, yeah. Yeah, Johto Cup at the end of the season. Pokemon decks one fifty two to two fifty one. I actually think Sinnoh and Johto cups have a lot more fun capability than Kanto did. Kanto's Pokedex. While it is larger, the type diversity is not there,
3: right? And it's ruined by Lickitung and Chansey. So, yeah, any any cut that gets rid of those is is going to be nice.
1: So, I think that covers this season of GBL. Wait, any last thoughts, y'all? Um,
3: um no. well, I, I had a couple of things that I did want to you know make sure to pass on to the listeners. You know, build your tree. If you have your tree, build your tree. Um, it's you know, solid Pokemon all the way around. Um, Make sure you have the starters for Johto and Sinnoh built up if you don't already, because they'll probably be rather viable in there. Um, And We covered everything else I had on those.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, the only thing is, like, I think we mentioned this earlier, is if you can try to save as much dust these two weeks with Great League, because you're going to need it for the rest of the season for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, I always recommend saving dust. I will tell you the same thing I tell everyone: unless you're actively planning on using it at the time, don't build it. It can wait. That's how you become a, a multi-millionaire in dust. I and mean, I'm sitting here with my six point six million stop just it. to show you how it's done. Stop. Twenty five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> However, as Dino can attest, I built on stream this weekend, so I took and lit about. I think it was about 30,000. No, it was probably closer to 150,000 dust I was on being fire shocked. to finally build my Shadow Drapion. I, it I was, was something shocked. I wanted built. I'm looking at using Shadow Drapion possibly for the Glacier Cup. So I went ahead and built it on stream and burned a little bit of dust. Uh, speaking of stream, things that you, you guys missed this time that we probably won't be doing the next stream because it's so early in the season. Dino and I tried out Mim Teams. I ran a triple dragon team.
0: I uh, did. And I d- a
1: triple dark team. Triple oh, dark the did not dark go well. <laughs> you that would didn't think you it. go well at all. And you butchered my team. Yeah,
2: and, and he butchered his team. Which was I thought hilarious. Yeah. And Dino Dino, you ran what was it, a triple bug? Uh, triple bug and oh triple ice and triple bug. And funny enough, after the stream, which was the next day, I'm like, I need to make this bug team work. I got a five-o. So I'm like, I was happy with that. And I'm like, all right, let me
1: let me try to go again. And I get a one 4 I'm like, OK, this doesn't work. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. So next stream, we're announced a date in the next show, I think. But we're going to probably be a little more serious playing on that stream because it's early season. And hopefully by the time we stream next time, both Dino and I will have our ELO. We should by the end of Great League. I think that usually that, that's within doable. a
2: week, I think that people get their ELOs, right?
3: Well, the one difference was we had a battle day for the Great League. Yeah. I think each of the last two seasons. And that's what got me to my ELO uh, early. I'm not sure if we're going to get to our ELO. It might be late in. in. Might the, be, Yeah, you Great might be League. right. You might be right. Yeah, yeah.
1: I got my ELO before Ultra League because and I was actually one point short of a leaderboard with my ELO before Ultra League came. So I know it's absolutely possible because I was already at—I would think I was just shy of that when Ultra League came and I took a pretty hard dive and decided to walk away and go to Disney World. <laughs> so, any final thoughts? Last call?
2: No, not not that I that comes to mind. But I'm just excited for the season and uh, just excited the uh, for what is it in March or
1: April? Right? You know for the- April? Yes. And we have some questions that may allude to some things in April, so we'll we'll handle that, and let's jump into the questions now.
0: You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth.
1: So as always, if you want myself, Dino, this week, Miami Jock or Astro to answer your questions or our special guest next week, feel free to always get us to it in different ways. You can send us an email, tweet at us or put it in the discord. Uh, we answer literally every question we get. And it's probably some of the most fun parts I have on the show with some of these questions. So this week we're going to start more with a not a question, but just a funny meme that was sent to us by Greninja Muffin. And I think this is directly re- related to the fact that I may be a fan of Drifloom. If no one's heard. Maybe. Um, maybe. <laughs> so Dino, do you want to explain to us what's happening in this meme?
2: Uh, to be honest with you, I was a little confused by it too. Uh, so, cause you're the one that plays this. And I was like asking you if this is actually like off the game that you guys are playing now. And I think you told me that it is right.
1: Yeah. So this is, so in, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, or Shining or Diamond Pearl. Drift um, Driftloon only spawns one time every week. So it only comes on Fridays. So this is that the Valley Windworks. It says, I think the balloon Pokemon will come visit again. And it's a picture that says, those who don't know. And it's in color normal. And then it's the black and white, somewhat scary picture that says, those who know. And I think this is alluding to both. The fact that this Pokemon kills children. Yeah, probably. It, and the fact that it, it, only comes, children. it only comes once a week. So I think this this works on very many levels, and I, I appreciate it. So thank you, Greninja Muffin, for that one. That was perfect. You you played right into me. Okay, next we have Uncle B Stud. And this first question is for Dino, but I'll get Miami Doc's opinion on it as well. He says, how do you avoid a bad set, a.k.a. an 05 or a 1-4? Also, how do you recover after having a few bad bad sets at any point during the season? Dino, let's start with you there. Uh,
2: yeah, this, this happens quite often. And it's kind of, I'm going to kind of answer another question. I think I saw that it was kind of related to this. Uh, everyone has bad sets. Like, you, you can't really avoid it. It's it's going to happen. Uh, even if you're doing great with the team, let's just say you gain 200 plus, like, you know, today, and then the next day, you start off with a 1-4, or, it, it. you know, many things can take into play, uh, just, like, if you're not fully concentrated, if you get distracted, or if you're just in a bad mood, that actually has a lot to do with, you know, you getting, uh, making a small mistake, especially if you go against, like, a legend, or if I'm, like, playing Miami Doc, if I make one little mistake, he just takes, uh, uh, you know, advantage of that, and I lose, you know, even if you are hard counting their team and if you just make a small mistake by accidentally switching because you're not paying attention, these things cause you. Like so my thing is like if you want to avoid like something like a o five, I feel like it's almost uh I feel like it's not that easy to get a zero five unless if you're not really fully concentrated on the on your matches. Uh you I feel like you can at least get a 1 4 or a 2 3. So what I'd say is always try to uh you know, play when you're calm. If you're extremely uh, annoyed or you're having a bad day or something happened and you play your matches, believe me, a small little mistake is going to cause you to throw your phone or or worse. Uh, so I always, yeah, I always recommend people, you know, I always ask them, like, you know, what? why do you think you got a 05? Uh, and most of the time they, they end up telling me it's because uh, they made a few mistakes. They lost Switch, you know, because, uh, I don't know, they didn't uh, think that they that damage would, you know, hit them that hard. And this is why I always tell people to record their matches so that that way they can go back to it and see what they did wrong. And if you don't do that, you're not really ever going to learn your mistakes on how you got an 05 because I wouldn't be able to tell you unless
1: I saw the videos. Yeah. Manny Doc, anything to add there?
2: Not too much
3: um i guess one of the things i'm guilty of doing is radically changing my team if i've lost a couple in a row and then i immediately face the pokemon that i would have been really good against that i'm now really bad against so if you've had success with the team and you're st- and it's not like you've drastically changed elo's because the thing you got to remember is that teams will change as you go up and, and down elo um so if you're still around the same place don't radically change everything don't give up on what was working before and try to counter exactly the last thing that you saw because it's the algorithm it's just gonna oh I'm not supposed to say that word I'm sorry um, <laughs> it, 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 it's you you just you've got to you, you got to have faith in, in your team you know if you put the work in if you did the practice just know that, yeah, I'm going to get a couple of bad counters this time and not change everything the moment something bad happens.
1: Yeah, The only other thing I would add is something that I find, if I, especially if I've had two bad back-to-back sets and I, I can tell I'm going to spiral, I put it down. I walk away and I pick it back up later. Because as Dino mentioned, the mindset is just as important as what's happening at the time. Once that overarching stress starts to build on you, it can spiral really quickly, and you can find yourself down three, four, five hundred points in Elo in a day. Just like as easily, when you get in a good mindset and it's flowing, you can jump two, three, four, five hundred points in a day. So, just remember that. Just because you have 25 battles a day doesn't mean you always have to do 25 battles a day. Yes. Uh, uh, Don't you even uh, talk Miami uh, uh, uh. (laughs) talk. If you're feel if you feel that it's going to put you at a disadvantage and that you are mentally not set to do those 25 battles, walk away, come back later and try to get them in. But if you can't get them in, that means you're not currently losing.
2: And you're not losing 200 plus points. So exactly, I, I, yeah. So I, I always I always say that just like don't do not play when you are not in the right mindset. Because trust me, like when you're not in the right mindset, you make mistakes, and because you make mistakes, it just gets you more upset. And then you get more upset, you just keep doing worse. So it's basically a lose lose situation at that point. Yeah,
1: and I'm going to group a few questions to Miami Doc together because there's quite a few out through here that are the same. Um, <laughs> Uncle Beast does, does ask, how do you keep uh. sweeping tournaments?
3: Right. I think that's a common question. Uh, thanks, friend. 673. Yes. And uh, I think my have to break So I actually did write up some pointers, some things so I can pass on what I believe is the key to my success to the rest of you. Now, if you start beating me, I'm going to be mad, but Hey, passing on knowledge. That's what we got to do. Right. <laughs> um, so number one, uh, I heavily rely on two things, PV Poke and Pokey Genie. So PV Poke, everybody should be familiar with at this point. It's how we find out what the, the best Pokemon are ranking wise in the different cups. Because, um, you know, you don't want to go into a tournament thinking that Talonflame is, is awesome and then find out that it's actually number 100. Um, so use PV Poke, use it again, use it again, take something out, put something else in, just try a couple of different things. You never know what's going to stick and what's not going to stick. Next is PokeGenie. Now, I know that there's more than just that one app out there. Um, I don't know, Dino, are there other apps out there that do what PokeGenie does?
2: Uh, I mean, not to my knowledge, maybe other people use it, but those are like the two main ones that I use as well. And to me, like, I feel like, I, I use more PV Poke more than than P, uh, Poke Genie, but I think that both are amazing tools for especially for anyone that's starting out, that's new. It's crucial and definitely it's it's something you definitely need to use and learn how to use everything and maneuver it too. So
3: I use Poke Genie religiously. I am checking the IVs of every uh competitive pokemon that i catch so you know if if i go out with my gotcha and i just do a a day out there and i catch a a squirtle that half iv looks because obviously if its attack is 15 and its defense and and hp are one i know it's going to be useless i don't bother but hey maybe it has three attack 12 defense 13 hp Maybe that's good. And then you can you look in Poke Genie and says, oh, no, actually, because of the way that it's leveled work out, that's terrible. You don't want to use that one and vice versa. So use your PV Poke, use your Poke Genie. That's how I get what I believe is the most important thing for me, which is to have the best possible Pokemon. I am not the best strategist. I can't count moves. I've never been able to. I, I saw you guys on the stream, you were counting moves, and I was just like, wow, I just can't do that. I can't keep it in my head. And so sometimes I'm just like, oh, I totally no idea that they had enough charge for that. I make up for that by bringing the best possible Pokemon to the game. My IVs are always as best as I can get them. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's, you know, not always the most fulfilling, but it's how I win. Um, and then I also, I build, and that's <laughs> you know, it counters sort of what uh Wildcat was saying earlier, save the dust. That's why he has six point nine million and I have twenty five thousand. Um but I, I build a wide variety of Pokemon. When uh we are doing the faction cup. Um I you know post screenshots, I just screenshot after screenshot after screenshot because I just have bajillion different Pokemon built up because I never know what might actually end up working for me. Um so I like to do that. Now there's Wildcat Dad is absolutely correct And you should save your dust if you can But have a little fun I think 6.9 million is a little Excessive to be honest Okay, (laughs) You know tax the rich You know Um, (laughs) know So keep that in mind Um, As far as Sylph in particular Goes um, Number one is practice as Wildcat Dad Can attest to you know we're practicing All the time Um, And it's. I have other people outside of our Discord who I practice with a lot, some who kick my butt often, and I learn a lot from them. And sometimes I even say nasty things that I shouldn't, and I'm very, very sorry, and I will never do it again. Um, so um, practicing is very important. When it comes time for the actual Sylph Cup, this is what my mindset is. I look at your team, and I try to find what Pokemon on my team beats the most amount of Pokemon on your team. So I would see my Pidgeot beats five of your Pokemon outright loses to one outright or something like that. So I say, okay, I'm definitely going to bring Pidgeot. Now I have to protect it. Okay. The things that can beat it. All right. They have a Melmetal. Okay. I need to bring something that can specifically counter Melmetal and as many other things out there on that team as it can. And then that's how I fill out two and three. So that's my approach. Find the Pokemon on your team that counters the most number of Pokemon on your opponent's team and then build to uh, make that safe. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to lead with the Pokemon that has the most amount of counters. You might want to lead with a safe Pokemon that, you know, you just, no matter what they throw at it, it's not going to be too bad of a situation. But that's what I'm thinking each time. That's for the first match, though. Matches two and three, got to try to get in the mind of your opponent, Okay. Uh, sometimes it's more a match three than is a match two. What I often like to see is, you know, are they sticking to the same three Pokemon? And if they do, I will bring in that, often that one counter, you know, to the that helps me with those three Pokemon, and that's won me several matches. Another thing I like to do is, even if I lose the first match, I will bring in the same lead the second time. And often that gets the person to thinking, okay, I need to bring the Pokemon that counters that lead for the third match because he's going to bring it in. And then I bring the counter to that Pokemon in the third match.
1: Yes, you Um, do. And I hate you for it. (laughs)
3: Um, So there's that, that would be my sort of blueprint for those that are looking to get better. Now I'll be honest. Some of the people who are asking me how I do so well, they're, pretty damn good themselves and they don't need these sort of lessons and I encourage them to keep doing what they're doing because it's just sometimes the luck of the draw but for those that are you know building and getting you know into the game really do look really look your Pokemon versus their Pokemon which one of yours is the best towards theirs and build around that Um, so you know those are my hot tips do you guys have any questions to throw back at me
1: no I think I think the Matthew Breaker's next question, you kind of covered it there. Um, the Talking about why you're so nice around practice battling and tips. And I think that what you just said is why you're that way. Practice, practice, practice. The best way to get good at Sylph is practice. And I can tell you for Brawler Cup, we ran probably what? At least 50, 60 practice matches with different teams throughout the yeah. w- couple weeks ahead of time.
3: Yeah, I, I would just be like, you know what? I, I've run out of my GBL sets. I want to play and I, you know, sometimes I direct message you. Sometimes I post to the group and I, and I look, for, I look for practice. Um, it, it, it doesn't give me the same, uh, hit that I get from GBL, but, uh, it, it's fun. And that's the thing. I, I still have fun. Yes, I. Get angry when I lose, but I'm also having so you much fun. you get angry
1: when you lose? No, I yes, wouldn't. I'm, I'm very, that very at all. sorry. <laughs>
3: I'm, I'm, I'm very, very sorry. I'm sorry. Um, the, the, I, I, I I'm not going to lie. I'm addicted to the game, but that's because I love Pokemon so much. And this and being able to do competitive Pokemon and being good at it just makes me so happy. Um, as far as why I give out tips, because I see no point in keeping knowledge to myself. So I, I, I'm never going to stumble upon a secret and then keep it to myself. You know, I'm not going to find out for Glacial Cup that actually the best Pokemon out there is Tomp and then keep it to myself. You know, I'm going to tell everybody, hey, this thing's really worked well for me. You guys should think about it as well, because um, that's how I got good. I got good because other people were out there helping me. So, and,
1: and this is one of the main reasons I can tell you. If you're not in our Discord, you're a listener to the show and you, and you want that kind of advice, Miami Doc, Uncle B Stud, and many, many others are in the Discord, and they're always answering questions and helping people out. That is one of the things that are so cool about the community we've built, is unlike a lot of other PvP-centric places, we're not trying to tear each other down and yell at each other and be that toxicity that's out there we're here to encourage electricity you. that's out. Yeah, there. Yeah, I know I, I've tried there <laughs> uh, that we're here to help build up the people around us because when one of us gets better, that means we just have to get better ourselves to keep up with what we just helped someone else do. That's one of the cool things about the discord. So just throwing that out there as a little plug there. So we covered that question. We also covered your Pokemon journey at the top of the show. So I'll go ahead and move past that. And then he does have a question for the general group here. And Lord help me trying to read this. Okay, how, in detail, would it be possible for identical siblings to be had and what are the odds of the two families, the Joy family and the Jenny family, having enough kids the same age to cover every town and region in Pokemon? He follows it up. Is there a couple of dark Pokemon cult families? Or is this a couple of dark Pokemon cult families? Or is this simply the reality TV show that needed to happen of two poor women? had to birth the largest number of children ever recorded miami doc you are the guest and you get the first answer to the crazy questions (laughs) i
3: hate matthew oh god this is oh my goodness okay well at first off i do believe at some point they say that some of them are cousins so they're not all from the same mom and dad um second of all um it's eleven o'clock at night, and I got nothing for something. Come on, as crazy we need the this. medical opinion. Uh, the medical opinion is that I I feel very sorry for that woman's uterus, um, <laughs> and it must be a photocopier instead of a uterus. Um, so, um, but but I mean, good on them. They clearly had no issue with their sex life um oh actually no they're saying they're all identical sibling i don't know is some older some younger are they all identical Did you just have 20 kids at once or uh
2: th- yeah this is like some some cult stuff like for sure like yeah. there's this is some dark stuff and clearly i didn't even notice this when i was younger but clearly there's so many things that like the the mirror balloon uh there there's too many things that you don't catch until you're older and then now you're seeing that like I never even questioned, like, why is there so many nurse joys? Why is there so many officer gen- uh, jenny's? you know, stuff like that? And why
1: is her hair blue? Uh, exactly, the anime hair looks good, blue. That's why. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I have absolutely zero answers here. You heard it from the medical professional. Obviously, he has the <laughs> best, best answer. You're welcome, Miami Doc. Uh, thanks, oh. friends. Did all, we talked about how you're so good at sylph already? Fish on a heater. What are all the reasons that Miami is better than Lexington? Hey, do you actually live in Miami? So no, I live an hour north of Miami.
3: Um, And I will say this, I've actually visited Lexington. Uh, My best friend went to, uh, was doing residency at University of Kentucky. Um, And as a day to, as a place to live day to day, I would rather live in Lexington than Miami. Uh, Miami is not a cheap place. (laughs) And it is uh, filled with really crazy people. Um, I love it. I have a ton of pride in it. But if I had to pick a city to live in the rest of my life, I'd rather live in Lexington than in Miami.
1: And Dina, we covered this on the stream a little bit. Go ahead and give your opinions here.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm staying in West Palm, so I'm not going anywhere near Miami. Oh, I the only thing that I would defend is just the the basketball team, and that's
1: about it. Like I would never live there. That's fine. I will say there's there's some things that Kentucky has going for it. Kentucky is known for basketball, bourbon, and horses, and now football. Because let's be honest, Miami, do they fill the team this year? Were they able to play a game? So so we started off terribly,
3: and then we finished really well, but it's Miami. If you finish seven and five at the university of Miami, it's considered a failure. I know that's considered the best season possible at the university of Kentucky, but in university, we have nine wins this year. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I mean, I'll, I'll certainly say that, you know, when it comes to football, you know, almost I would root for university of Kentucky, basically against any other sec opponent, um, basketball, it's the other way around. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I, I I won't speak to Kentucky as a state because I don't know. There's still something stinky about Kentucky as a state. But Lexington, I kind of like Lexington.
1: Lexington's a fun city. It, 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 what I can, The best description, if you've never been to Lexington, I can give you. It is the biggest small town you'll ever visit because it is not a city by any means. Let me just be frankly honest about it. It's, it we are tiny. We are teeny tiny. But I love Lexington. There's always something to do. It's a good time. We have four seasons versus, you know, hot. So, I, I'll take that. I will agree. Miami's a nice place to visit. It's a great place to take a cruise from. <laughs> That's about <laughs> the extent of me wanting to go to Miami now. Okay. Mama Clams has a question for Miami Doc. What type of doctor are you?
3: I'm a, I'll be battling her in the gym leader tournament soon. Um, so, uh, I'm currently not actually practicing as a doctor. So, This is my story. I went to University of Maine Medical School. While I was in medical school, I decided that I wanted to serve my country, and I joined the Air Force. Um, I did one year of an internship with the Air Force, and then I ended up practicing as a general practitioner with the Air Force for three years. Um, I loved it. It was great, but it stopped my career (laughs) because I got out trying to find a job, and no one would take me as a doctor. Outside of the military. So what I'm actually doing right now is I'm applying for residency. Residency is the basically the training on the job that all doctors have to do coming out of medical school in order to be considered uh, a full licensed physician. Um, So I actually have an interview tomorrow um, and the next day, actually, at uh, programs, one's Medical College of Georgia, the other one's SUNY Upstate. Um, I've already done a handful of interviews already. I'm hoping to become a pathologist, the doctor who looks under the microscope to figure out what diseases are going on in the human body. They're also the ones that do autopsies. Um and I'm 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 really hoping that I can get my career going again. It would probably mean less Pokemon Go, uh because the resident life is not something that's conducive to being able to play hours after hours on your phone. Um but Uh, it's what I want. It's, it's my life's goal. I love working with the human body and I love taking care of people and I really want to get back on that.
1: And I mean, what a time to be a pathologist. (laughs) There's a few things that need studied currently, just a few,
3: (laughs) Mm, just a few. Just a few. Okay, and we're not uh, going to go any yeah. further there. Uh- <laughs> yeah, we're not allowed to mention that word on this podcast.
1: Yeah. Um, All right. And, and I will say, you you want your doctors doing residency because something they don't teal- tell you, most your doctors haven't touched a patient until they get to residency versus your nursing students day one are actually in patient rooms. Something I learned when my wife went to nursing school. And then I had a friend also in in med school at the same time. They're like, yeah, they're, you know, year three in med school. It's like, oh, I I interviewed a patient yesterday for the first time. And I'm like, excuse me. (laughs) So I love, I love (laughs) your description of residency. It's on the job (laughs) training because that's really what it is. So cool. Well, good luck. We are all rooting for your interviews. And then the question for everyone here, what is your number one tip for aspiring PVP peers in terms of improving your battle skills? Dino, go ahead. Oh, wait, wait, you didn't finish. Finish. <laughs> oh, sorry. Aside from listening to your podcast, obviously. Yeah, and the winky face. <laughs> uh,
2: so for me, I've always, I literally, I had this question multiple times. Uh, they asked me for like someone I just started. Uh, I always tell them to study the moves for meta Pokemon. Uh, n- like we mentioned before, when we see random Pokemon, we have no idea what their move is. But we have to at least know what the meta ones are. So like Azu, Stunfisk, Swamper, you know, these things to us is like, you know, we don't even have to think about it. We already know. But for someone that's new, they have no idea what they have. And then obviously, along with that, also try to memorize either, you know, how Wildcat does it is by the energy per move. uh, Or but how I do it is I count, you know, each move. And from there, I, I figure out how much it takes to get to the charge move.
3: Miami Doc? Um, so, uh, definitely learning the Pokemon pool. Um, I actually faced someone in, in a self tournament the other day who said they didn't, hadn't memorized all the typing yet. So, you know, if you haven't got to memorize it now, I'm at a bit of disadvantage at times because it's changed several times over the course of me playing the game. So I still sometimes forget that like dark, that steel doesn't resist dark anymore. Um, or in, in other, and, and for some reason, I can never remember the things that bug is always strong and weak against. You know, it's that one type of just like, wait, is that one good against? Wait, grounded bug, which way does it go? Again? So learn the, the the typings if you haven't already. Um, and then um, practice. Get your practicing in. Because yeah. when you practice, it's um, there, there's no negative in the end. You know, you're only going to get positives of just learning how Pokemon, you know, feel when you're working with them, how quickly they get to the charge moves. um, You know, what is the most common bait situations, those sort of things.
1: And then I'll add grow a thick skin because as you're learning, you're going to take losses. You're going to get beat. It's going to hurt. Don't let it discourage you because in every time that you lose, you're learning something. Every time that you win, you're learning something. So stay persistent and keep, keep on. I can tell you, you know, back in season two, season three, I was barely able to hit rank seven, which is 2,000. I'm now hitting legend. That is simply by staying persistent and not getting overly discouraged when I hit a bad run. The As Miami Doc pointed out, the easiest way to improve is to battle. And you're going to take losses there. You're It's going to happen. So grow a thick skin and be willing to take a loss. Okay. King Tom, I hate you already before I read this, just so you know now. Should we do a community day with all the costume Pokemon that has ever been in the game? Maybe even make it from 11 a to eight P some people hate costume and others love it. Miami no. doc. No, <laughs> only if we're
3: allowed to evolve all of them. Cause that's the, that's the number one thing that, that, that I miss was being able to evolve the costume Pokemon. Cause they don't do that anymore. Uh, I, I, it it, it bugs me, because I'm like, I caught a really good PvP Pokemon, and it's got this awesome costume, and I can't do anything with it, because I can't evolve it. So, I'm in favor of that, if they change the rule.
2: That is literally the only option, because there, you know what's funny, though? There is some custom Pokemon that you can evolve, but for the most part, I think you can't evolve it.
1: A lot of them. For the most part, correct.
3: It's what they used to do. They used to, so, you know, the, the, the old Pikachus, the the witch hat Pikachu, um, party hat Pikachu, those you could evolve, but ever at some point, I don't know when they decided it, they all of a sudden decided, no, these can't evolve anymore. So none of the costume Pikachu have ever been able to evolve. None of these costume starters you can evolve. Um, so, you know, it's, it's annoying. I mean, I'm just like, oh, yay, twigs
1: And my They're wearing a hat and King Tom. I hate you for putting that into the world because it's going to happen now. And we will all blame <laughs> you when it does. Well, yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, our new fellow asks, are you all going to ever host an in-person event in the near or far future? Okay, I just want to, but it's our y'alls. Y'alls, it's, sorry. Got to get oh, that. It, the, the, it's, it's, it's y'all? Oh, okay. y'alls. Oh, y'alls. Okay, so I see now. Y'alls okay. is all y'alls. Or all y'alls. All y'alls. <laughs> all y'alls. <yungs. laughs> <laughs> God, I can't. I'm so Look, I'm <laughs> country, I and I'm I say y'all, but y'alls is even more country than me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. What do you think, Daniel? I mean, did, we, we discussed. I think we're going to be in a, a similar city in April for some reason. Huh. Well, huh, well I wonder what
2: that was for. It's I don't maybe,
1: know. <laughs> I can tell you new. it's not officially being announced, but. If we're all in the same city, I don't know what would happen. I, I mean, don't know what in a while. there's a
2: slight maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah.
1: So one of our newest Patreons, Sports, asks, did you all get stuck at the Nilo range in your first legend push? And if so, what did you do to break through and start climbing? Miami Doc, I'll go to you first this time.
3: OK, so I got to I got stuck on rank nine in the first couple of seasons um then when they started doing the 24 rank uh seasons i would get i got stuck on expert for the first one or two seasons what broke me through was meeting you all and just becoming more involved in the community of pvp battlers uh Dino's made a couple of references to a tele a telegram group that I'm in as well. And I'm on a whole bunch of discords and I just, I learn constantly. I watch other people battle. Actually, that's one of my favorite things to do is the, on the telegram group, uh, other battlers will post their battle videos. And I just love watching that and, you know, learning from there. Um, also the, building of pokemon (laughs) i finally got to you know build some pokemon that i you know really my xl stunfisk i think that's what got me to legend the first time was after i built the xl stunfisk and i used it in ultra league Remix, an ultra league premiere um that you know carried me to legend so um You got to learn. You just find as many resources as you can to learn and save up your resources to build those meta Pokemon that are really, really good, like an XL Stunfist or, I don't know, the Cresselia, you know, the the things that are groundbreaking, not the spicy.
1: Dino, anything to add? Yeah. So that's actually a
2: thing that happens, I believe, to anyone, everybody that has hit Legend before. They, they typically get stuck at a certain ELO. For me, the ELO that I usually get stuck on the most and I usually fluctuate between it is like the 2800 and 2900. That is the ELO that is the most annoying to like break out of, at least for me. And I, I noticed that some people, and then uh, Miami Doc mentioned this, is sticking with a team. And I've actually preached this, you know, for the longest time, probably since like episode one. Uh, Sticking with the team, even if you have one or two bad sets, maybe you lose 50 points in these two bad days, but those three days before that, you gain 200 points, right? So you may have two bad days, but then after that, usually that's when I break through and I get a five zero on the third day after doing two bad days. And then that uh, 5-0 breaks me to that uh, 2900 ELO, which I couldn't get before. And for some reason, right after I break through is when everything smoothly goes through and I hit Legend. So my thing for me is I've always used the same team. I know some people get bored of using the same team, but if you want to hit Legend, hit Legend, then start using Spicy Team. That's just my my thing. And one thing that I always tell people, I know there's so many people that are capable of hitting uh, Legend and I've played them, but they just like to switch teams because they get bored easily. So it it just depends how bad you want to hit legend and sticking with a team has always worked for me. And I see I think I know Miami Doc, even uh Wildcat, the ones that hit Legend, they always stick to a team when they get legend and they just start using uh random teams that they maybe want to try out.
1: Yeah, and I'll add understanding the micro metas around specific milestone points is really important because I agree sticking to the team is the best way to climb quickly. But you may hit a specific meta point, for example, 2,400 to 2,500. The meta shifts about three times in that grind if you don't hit four ones and five O's to get through it quickly. Same thing, 2,700 to 2,750 and 2,900 to 3,000. There's going to be micro metas around each of those areas. And it's very common for trainers to get stuck in those specific ranges. So just make sure that you are playing through those micro metas. So that's the other thing I can add. Okay. Astro zombie nine, five, four. Who is this Who's guy? That? Who is this? Is that, is he new? I think, <laughs>
3: I think it's a, a scammer. Probably should kick him out of the Discord.
1: <laughs> Probably. Uh, he said, is Miami doc actually Dr. Stephen strange. This is, I don't know if he
3: actually knows this. Cause it's really funny. That's been my Halloween cost in the past two years. I bought a Stephen's Dr. Strange outfit and, uh, i i when is that i am not but i
1: i would love to be <laughs> okay and the second part but on the real i'd like to hear how he puts it together his self squad what's the process and the secret sauce so i know you talked a little bit about it, but anything else to add there
3: uh no i i i i, I think i laid it all out pokey genie pv poke practice and um looking and the anal- the analysis of the teams when you get matched off. Um that that's that's pretty much it.
1: Okay. And I, I think the one thing to add there is, is look for those off the wall picks that actually can beat a lot of the meta. The example the the Pidgeot. It's rank it was ranked down to like one thirty something in the 99. nine. Ninety nine. But it beats so much of the top meta that it's actually a really good Pokemon. So you don't have to look at just... And so many people go to Poke and say, oh, here's the top six Pokemon. I have five of those, and then I'll go down here and pick number 15 as well, because I have it. That doesn't actually make a good team. Just because they're the best ranked Pokemon doesn't mean they're the best team composition. So just keep that in mind as well. And then... Hairless Potato had to make me feel bad for giving him a hard time last time. And says, I realize (laughs) I use a different version of English language, but in my defense, I am programmed differently. Sorry if I caused any offense. It was no offense at all. I was joking around. I get it fully. Uh, He says, my question of the week is what Pokemon rumor that you have heard, Pokemon Go rumor specifically that you have heard since the launch, launch of the game, did you find the most humorous? Dino, um, uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, I don't, I don't think I have ever like really keep kept up with like
2: rumors, uh, too much. Um, so I can't really think of anything on top of my head.
1: Miami Doc, you got anything?
3: Well, I, I don't know so much about humorous, but I'm certainly terrified if they further increase the level cap. You know, the doing the XL and getting to level fifty. It it introduced a necessary mechanic. We needed more variety in the different leagues. If they do that again and increase it further, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I, I I've spent so much time and resources in what to make this already. If they have to change things again. I'm I would be terrified if they if they increase
1: the level cap again. Cowboy hat Caterpie.
3: i totally forgot about that that. oh man i'm mad i'm mad now
1: yeah
2: i actually forgot about that (laughs) Uh, is that a show it
3: seems like yeah it does does that was awesome i had so much fun (laughs) well
1: let's wrap this thing up then so before we finish up we want to say a big thank you to all of our patreon supporters uh if you want to support the show you can get um, so can do so for as little as one dollar a month, which does gain you access to our absolutely amazing discord. As always, links will be in the show notes there. We would like to say a special thank you to our Patreon supporters in the coach's corner supporter group. That is JD Mojo Jojo, Clifford Mert, Thanks Friend, Eastwood, Mama Climbs, and our newest coach's corner, Sports, and our producers, King Flip, Kittens and High Five, King Tom, And our newest producer, Matthew Breaker. And our Discord admins, Reyes683, Seagull, and some weirdo named Miami Doc. Uh, Yeah, I don't like him. I know. Such a strange guy. Uh, (sighs) Be sure to follow us on Twitter at podcast. You can follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash BTWPVP. You can always email us at btwpvp at gmail.com. Links for our merch store, Patreon, and our friends over at Palatown PVP will be in the show notes. And I want to say thank you for listening. I am WildcatDad17. I am Daniel Magico. And I'm Miami Doc. And until next time,
3: good luck and get good.
1: Thank you again, Miami Doc and Arnufalo, if you're listening. Are you the only one? Miami Doc, do you ever hear this little piece after the credits?
3: <laughs> I, I, I heard it last time and I was like, oh, I, I might want to stay around and, and not just uh, hop off the bed, although I'm incredibly tired. I cannot <laughs> believe how exhausting this was. I just talked about the thing I love the most for two and a half hours
1: and i'm exhausted <laughs> and our will keep listening as long as we keep talking so i'm That's gonna go ahead awesome. and make his day easier and stop it for him <laughs> not y'all yeah okay